We're rolling. Welcome back, everybody. Buongiorno. Episode 88 of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. We are presented by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code JJD20. Yes, at manscaped.com. Test Don't that f- world shipping out. <laughs> yes, worldwide. <laughs> And right, there's going to be somebody be like, hey, I man, want, they wouldn't ship to yeah, Madagascar. I want this. <laughs> I just got a Madagascan frog. Yeah. Don't forget to like, comment, click that subscribe button wherever you're watching or listening. It only helps the show. If you like what we're doing, help us out. We would really appreciate the support. Click the My bell. name is Milton Campus. It no. sure is. I'm a brown belt training out of South Florida. Actually, I'm training again. Thank God. Training. Bo behind the camera. Choo-choo. Hola. Miguel. My beautiful sidekick. Yeah. Is that okay? Is that yeah. Sidekick? I don't care. I don't Riding care. shotgun. <laughs> I was waiting for it. How you doing, brother? I'm pretty good. You had a little vacay? Yeah. Where'd you go? You North start? Carolina. Yeah. Mount Pleasant. We were right yeah. outside of Charlotte by the Motor Speedway. Yeah. We got to see a whole bunch of cool classic cars and yeah. hang out by the pool. It turned into like family a family there or it was just Yeah, your, it was family. it was a it was a wedding. Uh, like a destination wedding. There was people from like seven different states or something crazy like that. Okay. We all, it turned into like a pseudo family reunion. We were all same hotel at, I mean, we took yeah. over the pool, bro. People came That's to the pool cool. and they were like, nah, we're not going to go to the pool because we had it. <laughs> the whole gang. Which side of the family? Yours? Hers? Hers. Hers. Okay. Yeah. But I love them, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was really are awesome. There, are there any Colombians in North Carolina? Nah. Not, not, not any? Mm-mm. Zero? <laughs> I knew as soon as you said North Carolina and Bro, I started to ask the question, I'm like, Charlotte, yeah, probably not a lot of Columbus. Charlotte Motor Speedway. Yeah. Right next to <laughs> okay. the home of NASCAR. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeehaw. Uh, joining us shortly are the Bolo Brothers, Danny Myra and Nicholas Salas. We had Nick on before. Yep. We had such a great time. We asked him to come back, bring his partner. We had him at the uh, gang. His, his business partner and gym partner, Danny. And uh, I think it's going to be a great show. So, oh, yeah. All right. I'm excited. Okay, let's uh, let's do a couple of shout-outs here. The Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast is brought to you by Black Belt Digital Marketing. Anything you need to build your business. you got website design, Google Ads, graphic design. We literally can help with anything that you need. Yeah. Check us out at Black Belt Digital Marketing on Instagram or our website. It's bbdigitalmarketing.com. By the time this comes out, we've redesigned the website, so I'm really proud of it. It, Go co- check looks, it, out. it looks a lot better. You could request a free online review of your entire business, your your business's entire online presence. It's a really in-depth report. We have a software that goes yeah. out and gets everything, grabs everything that's out there about your business, reviews, directories, and it gives us a report and kind of where you stand. So it's really cool. So when I was a kid, there was a uh, there was that commercial. It's like we didn't invent the snowboard; we just made the snowboard better. Okay, you guys are like that, but like with businesses. It's like we're we gonna make we're, we're gonna, gonna make we your, business your business better. We're gonna make a business. Think better. of everything. Like when we say like, comment, and subscribe, right? The comment, right. every every comment, picture, word, review that somebody puts out about your business mm-hmm. or you put out about your own business, mm-hmm. that is all scanned and indexed by Google, right? Google, it right? Is. When you do a search, you Google's been there already, so then it's able to scan, right? Yeah. So utilize this free real estate, these, these directories, social media, make sure you're posting all the time. People open a social media. Facebook is famous for this, right? You open a Facebook page. You post on it, you put your profile picture up, and then you never post again. Or like years later, Uh I've seen it, companies don't post. Your activity online, the consistency and frequency at which you put information out online is important. And then the only thing better than you saying saying something about your business is somebody else saying something good about your business, right? You know, like, so we're reviewing. And you can learn from the back. to the review, right? Then it's just like this 
you know, it just... You can learn from the bad too, right? If you yep. get the same bad complaint, you could address that complaint. I can turn a bad a review into a good into a good thing for a company by replying to that review in the right way. Yeah. Take the food fight offline, apologize, accept responsibility, even if you think you're right. It's ask them to complaint. give you a call. And the next person that looks at your company is not only going to look at your good reviews or like good, bad reviews. Everybody looks for the bad. They're gonna but they're gonna look at that and go, I like the way they handled that. Yeah. I know not in every company like when you just see a company that has all five star reviews, nobody ever believes it. Like, really? Really? I'm super suspicious of yeah, that. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right, as the kids say, sus. You if, know, I could tell what it's like, especially with Amazon reviews. You could tell, especially how they answer the comments. And, yeah. And it's a, it's a bit doctored. But they might look at that negative review and go, I appreciate and understand. Yeah. What, you know, that they're not always going to have a good review and that it might happen that somebody's not happy. Mm-hmm. But I want to see how they handle it. When people get into that food fight and be like, yeah, well, you didn't tell us about this and it's not our fault that you didn't tell Oh, when no, I, you don't when do I that. See, when even I if see, you believe, even if you're right, you don't do that. When I see a bad review and then I look at the comment icon and there's like seven in there, I'm opening that up. Yeah, <laughs> you're watching the fight back and forth. Yeah, you totally don't do that. And look, how does how the hell does this relate to jujitsu? <laughs> if you haven't, if you are happy in your gym, you're happy at your gym, your academy, you should be leaving a review on 100%. Google for your gym. Again, if you're happy, leave yeah. them a five star review. Say mm. something nice. Yelp, Google, Facebook. Right. Right? Those are the three free places that they don't have to pay for to have a review. And then you got places like Nextdoor and like there's other places, but those are the three Mm -hmm. most important places. And and that's where most people are going to go to check out a company before they do this. Like five stars. I've never been risk locked. Help your gym out. You You know. Your gym will see a noticeable improvement the more reviews it gets. Mm -hmm. noticeable, Noticeable improvement in their ranking. And how many calls they get. Mm-hmm. And if they're really paying attention to it, they'll go, oh, wow, this is, wow, I'm getting more calls. And, and somebody might mention, oh, I found you on Google. There you go. Bam. You're welcome. You know? Thank you to our friends over at Flow and Roll. Sean, we love you, man. What's up? Hands down the best custom gi and no gi gear in the business. Don't believe us. Just visit them on Instagram. I love it. Now, this is my dilemma here. I've been saying the at, so. Visit. Oh, I had an epiphany. I said before I had an epiphany. I was going to save it for the show. So, don't believe us. Visit them on Instagram. See, I always got to say at flow and roll, right? Yeah. I can't not say the at. So I'm still yeah. going to say the at. In this case, I'm going to say the at, but there's a reason to not say it someplace else. So visit flow and roll on Instagram, on Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and check out all their custom designs. They've created tons of different gi and no gi kits for, for gyms around the country. They even have a special running right now. It's like you buy gis and he's going to give you free patches. So reach out then to them directly to get more information. Sean's amazing. He's an amazing person to, to work with. If you do, if you have a bad experience with him, you let me know because it's just not yeah, going to happen. What happened? I'm, I'm, I'm able to, I feel like I can put, I put my faith in him and we tell people that listen to us and watch us if you have to buy his stuff because he's that there's, good. There's no way he's lying to that many people. Like he's if not you, pretending to be. If you have a bad cool. experience with him, there's something wrong with <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the dog, right? I don't want like to, I'm not like going to go into a story, but I know of a story of a gym that had a problem with the gi pants. Uh-huh. He replaced all the gi pants. Like that's, he was, he took it on the chin. He said, I'm just going to replace go. them. I want I want them to be happy at no charge to them. He replaced like all of the gi pants because whatever problem, we don't have to go into it, but there was a problem at that time with those gi pants. He had them replaced. That's a good long Company play. Company was happy. Yeah. It's, you That's know, a good long play. Absolutely. So, reviews, right? We yeah. just talked about reviews. 
they are not going to say anything bad about him. So again, Instagram, it's flow underscore N underscore roll. And his website is flowandroll.com. You can still use coupon code JJD. JJD. All that OG JJD. Yeah, 20% off your online purchase. That's not for yeah. your bulk orders or your gym, right? For your online purchase. Recreation. You know, your tees, belts, geese, no gee, spats, rash guards, other, everything. Other people's, other gyms, geese that yeah. I'm currently in love with. I yeah. don't know how to feel about that. What do you mean? It hurts my heart that I want to wear some. I see the stuff that he posts for the oh, other okay. gyms. Yeah, yeah, like you want that gear. I, I want, I want that no what? gear. I want, I, I am. I'm just not, <laughs> I can't wear it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to do, feel. Does about your it. gym have a strict rule about like no, wearing, not at all. No, mean? there's dudes who are in there, black top, blue bottom. Yeah, you know, it's ju- cool. it's jujitsu in there. Okay, jujitsu is what shines at that gym, man. Right. I love it. So next up, BJJ box. The box. Thank you for all your support as well. BJJ Box is Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box. It's delivered to your door, filled with premium jujitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, deodorants, right? Man. Little look, bo- balls for your feet, for plantar, plantar fasciitis, fasciitis, right? Yeah. We had we, we had two different products for that. Here's, here's Still the use thing. it. If you can, just do it, man. It's so awesome. Like, if you love jujitsu and you love, like, just actually more, yeah. I would say even if you're, like, an athletic person. Yeah. You know, because there's recovery stuff in there, too. There's yeah. things that'll, like, kind of open your eyes to, like, what you're getting. I use, if you can, just do it. I've always used almost everything. Yeah. Or we share in some of the stuff. So, I've given it to, like, cohort. Like, I like this. Hey, I'm probably not I give it out at the gym. I, dude, my wife loves that, uh, the monkey tape, the monkey tape recovery balm. Yeah. My wife uses that. Yeah. For her fingernails and stuff. Oh, very cool. All See? the time. There yeah. Loves it. She's like, okay, we're definitely going to buy it. Monkey they tape. find the best products in the world of jujitsu and guarantee that every box, right? Everything that's coming in that box is going to be worth more than what you paid. Yeah. And what you're paying for that box, again, it comes typically every month. I know they have a quarterly as well. Mm-hmm. He also has another brand. It's uh, like a fitness box. If you look at his. Uh, it's um, on the website. Yeah, it's on the website. I think Check you can click out. over. But they also have, you know, something for fitness buffs. Okay, so each yeah. box usually includes about four to seven total items. I think we've always gotten, we've always had yeah. more, right? Yeah, I know he throws us two t-shirts I made for up, us. I made but, up a saying. Oh, you got, you got it on. Six, I do, yeah. Six-minute rounds, and I guess he did a collab with Jiu-Jitsu Soap. Yep. So. I'm saying uh, if you're into fitness, fitness into your budget. <laughs> Just get it in there. I was worried where he was going to go with that. Nah, come on, right. man. So use coupon code JJD10. For $10 off your first order. El primero. Okay. And I know that they've got some uh, another box coming our way, so we've got some cool stuff coming pretty soon. Yeah. All right? Tell them we sent you. Okay. So this is, uh, I'm, I'm super excited to do this. So we have a special announcement from one of our sponsors. So we know we've always talked about Neutrodone, Neutral Zone CBD. Mm-hmm. So now we have, you see them on the, on the table there. What's Bo, new? Can, What's new? Neutral Zone Clean. Limpio. All right. Neutral Zone Clean has now a new brand of body wipes. Yep. A, body a, wipes. A, a spray. Lift that up there too. A body spray. And then the refill. For the okay? spray. A refill for the spray. Check These out are that. the first three products. You can buy them That's individually. Giant. You can buy them as a, you can buy the spray and the bottle together. I believe we're going to have a bundle of all three. I say we're, we're going to because... When we're filming now, we're working on the website. Black Belt Digital Marketing, yeah. Marketing is actually working on the website for them. Yeah. We're going to be launching Neutral Zone Clean mm-hmm. by August 1st. Everything should be live. We're probably going to, this episode is probably going to come out on the 1st or 2nd of August. So 
we're very excited now. Let's just, we should mention, this does not have any CBD in it. It's no. neutral zone. It's Clean got- is completely separate from neutral zone CBD. These are two absolutely separate. different products, two, two different websites. And this does not have CBD. This is about cleanliness. Yeah. This is about, you know, cleaning up, you know, it's your got, body it's after jujitsu. Now, uh, let's let's talk about this because I've, I've spoken to them a lot about this. Like, yeah. it's not just about jujitsu. Yes, we're jujitsu pocket. You, you know where they sent me like a nice big canister. You saw that big canister that I have, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I have that in my car. I pump gas. I use those wipes. I come out of the gym. I actually have the smaller canister in my bag, but mm-hmm. come out of the gym. I'm using wipes. I'm using the spray. Yeah. Um, I went to get mulch from Home Depot with my wife and my daughter. I said, I need some help. We've got to get gotcha. a lot of mulch. Those bags right? are always broken. You know, Those yeah. bags are always broken. We all know what's my up. My fingers, yeah. by the time I got everything in the car, I was, had like mulch all over. You're red I took it, I wiped it off. Whatever color it's, you get. It's a staple in my cleaning regimen now for yeah. myself after the gym and then even just like privately. Yeah, not like Howie Mandel level, but like just being- <laughs> Listen, just being I've had staff. Naturally- I've had staff. Yeah. And I know that I want the yuckies off Nasty. of me. Yeah, I'll take this to work. I was working with wastewater the other day. I, I, would, I would love to get, use this to, before I get in my car. You know, if you're a guy, a contractor, yeah. you know, you're a contractor. Sometimes you don't have a company vehicle. You got your own vehicle and you get like a stipend or something like that for it. Like this is something you could use as a, as a person who's like a project manager or a contractor yeah. where you have an office job, but you got to go to the field, something like mm-hmm. that. I, dude, this is going to be great. You know, so get in the car. Their son Steering wheel. trains, uh, he, he competes in wrestling, trains and competes mm-hmm. in wrestling. He does jujitsu. Uh, Mike, one of the owners, uh, it's Mike and Candy. Uh, Mike, he does jujitsu as well. You know, they recognize that, you know, sometimes the gym gets a little dirty. You know, Mm -hmm. the mat's not necessarily always getting cleaned after every class. This is there to help. So we're super excited to be helping them out with this. We're super excited to be uh, launching the website for them. So again, it's going to be neutralzoneclean.com. You can go to neutralzoneclean.com. On Instagram and on Facebook. Yep. Okay, like I said, these are this is completely separate from CBD. This does not have a stitch of CBD in it. It has nothing to do with that. Okay? This is all about being clean on the mats, you know, after training, you your got personal a, if you life. Got a, yeah, if you got a baby blue you know, collar. Like I said, you're, you gar- you're gardening, you know, you, you could use it anytime. I've been Ooh. lucky enough that they sent me a bunch of stuff. Now, and I get, I get to keep the canisters in different places. You know, this doesn't smell chemically at all. No, it has smells, that, that nice it smells good. smell, right? You, yeah, almost like the tea yeah. tree. It bet yeah. it's got tea tree in it. So there it is, tea tree. <laughs> what what coupon code do you think that we set up for this? Uh, JDD's <laughs> products in your inbox. Yeah, so this is going to be fifteen percent off. say with code JJD. Bam. So we can use it again. It's a different JJD website, is so the best. JJD. If you're at the gas station, fifteen percent off. <laughs> Code JJD. Let's go. And what we're going to do is we're going to actually cut to this really cool commercial that we did for them that our awesome producer, Bo, did for them. Uh, we're going to give you some more details about the products. So Get check clean, out. y'all. Neutral Zone is combat family owned, so they know you need to keep yourself and your equipment clean. They created Neutral Zone clean wipes and sprays for just that purpose. Neutral Zone products are formulated to reduce the risk of bacterial and fungal infections. Whatever's making you sweat, weight training, rolling on the mats, yard work, or just working around the house, Neutral Zone clean wipes and sprays can make you feel and smell refreshed. Use code JJD to get 15% off your online order at NeutralZoneClean.com. 
While you're there, sign up for their newsletter to receive the latest info and updates on product launches like their new shower gel and soap bar coming soon. Are you neutral zone clean? All right, guys. Very cool, right? So yeah. you going to go check them out? Yeah. Neutral zone clean. Thank you, guys. We appreciate all the support and uh, wish you the best of luck. Can't wait to, to get I this love launched. It. So uh, last but not least, we're going to we still have our contest running. Um we should have our rash guards into production within just like the next two weeks. Um, if you purchase anything from any of our sponsors using our coupon code, right? Send us a copy of the receipt. Block out. We're going to enter you into. We're going to take that. We're going to enter you into a two hundred and fifty dollars giveaway from the podcast. Yeah, I re- I know that's going to go higher of, of gear of podcast swag, mm-hmm. and I know that we're going to include some. Yeah, other we're not stuff. giving out cash or anything it's, like that. Yeah, it's going to be you know. It's very likely going to be some of the products that you see that you've seen on the table before. Yeah. So we're we're going to send you some other stuff as well. So a, it's going to go up from two fifty. Swagoo. Yes. All right. So yeah. send us your receipt. You can send it through our Instagram. Yep. It's Jujitsu Dummies. Slide in them DMs. You can email to info at jujitsudummies.com. Right. Right. Um, Milton's that's, personal. That's really it. Is. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> so send it to us one of those two ways, and uh, we'll get you into that raffle. Get right. in there. And if you want more details, just uh, go on to our IG. You'll see the occasional post about that contest as well. It's All a, right? you know, you, dramas- you you drastically increase your chances of winning by just playing. Mm-hmm. What is it? You got to be in it to win it? That's right. <laughs> we'll steal that from the lottery, TM. You uh, got to. I'm going to get a call from the New York lottery. I hope not. All right. All right. Let's get Danny and Nick in here. Let's do this. Let's do it. Hey. How we doing, guys? Good, man. How you guys doing? Good, How good. Doing? Pleasure to have you back, Nick, and nice yeah. to meet you, Danny. Hey, thanks for having us. I Well, listen, we were, uh, after we spoke to Nick, I was like, you know, I've heard Nick talk about you. I was very interested in this dynamic between you guys, so I wanted to have you both back on. We'll get rid of Nick one day and have you come back on, on by yourself. But I, you know, absolutely inter- like interested in the dynamic, and, and Nick, I've actually talked a lot about you on other podcasts now, and I said, like, I be, a lot of the things that you're talking about in the way that you let's call you know you sell your gym how you're bringing students in and the yeah. things you say to them is are in line with my thinking and but I, a lot of people don't think that way you know being honest about the jujitsu that you teach uh, versus you know I think you use an example of yeah you, you know if somebody a woman came in that just you know was mugged and she's coming in looking for self defense jujitsu like it it's nice that you're being honest and telling this is probably not the right place yeah. for you. I yeah. know that other gyms aren't doing that, you know. So again, really wanted to have you guys back on and talk a little bit more about that. We'll dive a little deeper, but but how have you been since we spoke last? What's been going on? Yeah, man. It was actually pretty funny that you mentioned that because I felt like some of the things we spoke about were pretty controversial. At least I thought they were controversial because <laughs> you know it's not often that you have a discourse or conversation about jujitsu like we did. But I was actually surprised by the amount of support and the people that actually agreed with some of the yeah. things I was saying. Uh, the little snippets and clips you guys posted, yeah. I had a lot of people reach out to me and actually say like, Hey, like I actually really resonate with the things that you said. And some people even reached out saying like, I'm in a gym like that, as yeah. you described, and it's yeah. super toxic. Like what can you do to help me? So it was really cool to have you guys uh, post those clips and have my kind of advice or my experience reach out to those people and be able to f- help people through Instagram or through social media. So it's actually pretty funny that you, uh, you said that. I actually had a really long conversation yesterday with, with somebody who's trying to get back into jujitsu and he's really, he's torn at where to go. He was, we were talking a lot about, 
He's like, what do you think about competition schools? What does competition school mean to you? And I referenced our conversation and I said, you know, when we had you on, he, he had heard that podcast. It kind of like it, it related back to that podcast as well. Mm-hmm. So he was saying, you know, he's like, would you go to a gym that was a competition school? And I said, well, you know, we have to define what that means. And I think I remember you saying, yes, we compete, but we're not pushing everybody to compete, right? Your students mm-hmm. don't have to compete, right? T- talk to us a little bit about that dynamic with your students. How are you talking to them about this? Exactly. So, I think the incentive to compete, at least for us, just pushes us to think about jujitsu a certain way or just motivates us to really dive in and study the art and study the sport in such a way that maybe if someone doesn't compete, they're not as motivated. So I think if anything, the students just benefit from us being so passionate about jujitsu and being passionate about competing. So when we say we don't push it, it's because if you're a hobbyist in the gym, really, you're just benefiting from the fact that we're competing. Um, and Likewise, we kind of frame everything in that competitive mindset. So if you are doing jujitsu, something we tell the students is you want to have goals. And the goals that we kind of push to the students is like uh, points or right position leads to submission. These are things that are very competitive mindset uh, or competitive related. So if you don't have that competitive framework for the students to work off of, you know, then they're really led. Uh, they're left to think about jujitsu, maybe not in terms of or, you know, that's when we have issues with like sub only and students kind of just focus on escapes. And I know we spoke about that. What I, what I think about uh, escapes versus like maybe putting your investment in other areas of jujitsu. So it's really important that as competitors, we're telling our students that, look, you don't have to compete, but you want to be playing a game. All right. So on the mats, you're thinking about jujitsu in terms of rules, in terms of points. So if you do compete, you're well prepared. But if you mm-hmm. don't compete, it's fine. You're playing yeah. the game. You're learning how to play this game and, and get better at playing. No, I was just going to add on to that. Like we definitely have a kind of a saying at a at movement art where we differentiate, like what's the difference between a hobbyist, a hobbyist who competes and a competitor, like a full-time. And mm-hmm. we're just like the amount of time that they put in to perfecting, you know, their, their craft and uh, the amount of time that they have to study each position. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it, we don't really believe that it changes. So the same way that I'm going to teach uh, a hobbyist who has no interest in competing at all is still going to be the most effective, the most logical, most structurally sound, least athletic version of jiu-jitsu that I can possibly learn and have learned and that I can share. Um, because if you're a hobbyist, well, you're not trying to roll with the young bucks if you're an older uh, guy or girl, you're not trying to roll with the young bucks and use as much athleticism as you can because you're not going to win that battle. They're they're younger, bigger, stronger, whatever. You're not going to win that battle. Um, so why not use the most structurally sound, least athletic version you can? And then if you're a full time competitor who is a young buck, it's like why would you not use the most structurally sound, logical, you know, and everything else the same? It's just like it makes so much sense when you say it like that. And that's one thing that like when we compete, we really try to show, um, you know, that level of jujitsu. And we truly believe that anytime that you have to compensate with athleticism, you're compensating for a lack of knowledge in a position and a lack of structural integrity in a position. And uh, so we kind of really basically just differentiate between the hobbyist and the full-time competitor between the amount of time they're putting in or not. So and in a lot of these non-competitive schools, I feel like they lack that structure, right? And so like everyone is just kind of scrambling about, you know, learning things maybe in an unorganized way. 
And uh, I, I feel like it really helps to have this framework, this competitive framework. So let's say you have a, a 50-year-old guy come in. He's a brown belt. I just, I happen to be 49 in a brown belt, but I'm just going <laughs> to round it up like, to 50. A guy, like me, a guy like me walks into your gym. You know, I've been training eight, eight and a half years, I think now. Um, I'm good. At, I'm a brown belt in my jujitsu. I am definitely not going to be a brown belt in your jujitsu. What kind of conversation do you have with somebody like that? Because, you know, you, you, I mean, at Brown, let's, let's be honest, you know, what? you're, you're thinking about black. You're like, you know, I've, 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 I've attained this goal and then I get to, you know, kind of continue my journey from there. But what do you tell a guy that's like, well, he's going to come in and he's probably going to be a blue belt or you know, a white, <laughs> white belt in, in your jujitsu. So, What's the conversation like? So it, 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 say you come in, we're having that exact conversation. You ask me that I'm like, all right. So what stats are you a black belt in or a brown belt in? And you're like, let's say half guard. You're you're not just a brown belt and half guard. And that stat, you're maybe maybe you're a little higher. You've got a black belt level half guard, uh, closed guard. Um, let's say you know your your passes from a, a, a knee cut, right? It's like there's so many stats across the board. And the question would be, how good are you in each stat? So if I was to ask you about and we literally have a list. If I was to go through that list and say, what's your level on this position, this position, this position, this position, you're going to be like, say you rate it like zero to 10. Uh, say you're, and I'm just making things up here, but say you're half guard. You're like, oh, I'm a, I'm a nine or a 10 in the half guard. You know, I feel incredibly comfortable there. I feel really, really good. Black belt level. Boom. Give me a 10. And then I'm like, okay, uh, you're Baron Bolos. You're like, I'm uh, a zero. Let me give, let me go with the zero, you know? And that's like a pretty common thing when, uh, some there guys, come in. if they're really good at half guard, they're not so much a, a bull player, but then it's like, all right, we'll, we'll add another thing. It's like, how about your, you know, De La Hiva guard? How about your closed guard? And then it's like, you start saying that's a five, that one's a two and so on. And then you can really look at your jujitsu as a whole. And then that question kind of poses back to them and say, where do you see your real level? And then they can look at that and they go, well, maybe, maybe I thought I was a brown belt. But I know I am a brown belt in these positions, but maybe maybe I have a lot to learn in these other positions. And then we just go, well, that sounds great. We love learning. We have the information. Let's have fun leveling up together. And they're like, oh, do I have to give up my belt? And I'm like, that's obnoxious. Why? And you're a brown belt in this level, in these yeah. at this uh, stat, and someone somewhere gave you that belt. And it's like, you earn that that's, that's achievement for you. And, uh, the same way that someone who is studying computer engineering in 1995 and they have a, a you know, master's degree or whatever in, in that it, they don't lose their degree because technology advances. So that's not part right. of the conversation. I don't think, uh, so basically you just say like, Hey, where are you at? What's your genuine level? What do you feel it is? And then we just simply tell them, these are the spots that, you know, you need to be working on that you should be learning because you clearly don't have this information uh, yet. And uh, let's level up together and let's have fun learning it together. Yeah. And I feel like most students actually are excited to hear that. You know, you would think it's the opposite, like they get overwhelmed and maybe they're scared off a bit and intimidated by the idea of having to learn all these new positions or yeah. level up these positions, but they're actually super into it. It gives them a chance to maybe reinvent themselves or to explore jujitsu that maybe their other gym was negating and not exposing them to like a lot of people 
come into our gym as brown belts, purple belts, like you guys are saying, they're like, why haven't my coaches sh- like show me Delahue or why wasn't Bull part of the conversation? Like, right. well, they start wondering these things and they actually become excited that they get to learn these things for the first and, time. And it gives them clear goals too, right? Like yeah. now they know exactly what positions, what spots to level up in. Like, man, my double sleeve guard is atrocious. I, I never learned that in my other school. It's like, okay, well, that's where a good starting point. My guard retention, not very good. My this, my that. It's like they're able to see for themselves which spots that they're lacking and then they can really learn and get started on their path to be their own coach in a very, very clear and organized path laid in front of them, um, you know, to, to attain that next level. And uh, we're also incredibly honest with them, too. Like, until you have these steps across the board to this degree to where you're like, I'm a brown belt or I'm a black belt in this level of stat all across the board or mostly across the board uh, until you bring your average up to a brown or black belt level. Like we're just simply not going to promote you. Uh, and that doesn't, that doesn't say anything about your character. Or we don't like you or anything. It's just simply you have this much work to do. Uh, it's up to you how long it's going to take you to do it, how you're going to do it. Uh, we're very flexible with people. And uh, you know, I think people are very receptive to this. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. going to actually ask Miguel a question because you jumped, you had to jump around a little bit. You moved. Yeah. Did you have some of those conversations, you know, yeah. with, with your coaches um, when you had to move around a little yeah. bit? Yeah. And I think, I think uh, I had, I had a coach do what you guys did, but more with putting me with different people, like within the first week, I could tell what he was doing because he was watching me. He wanted to see how you and he would put me with like, this is, this is our most caca blue belt, which is not a caca blue belt, <laughs> you know, or like, oh, we'll put him with, our D one wrestler, two stripe white belt guy, <laughs> or I'll put him against, you know, cause that's, that's the mind fuck. Right. Cause you yeah. think you're just getting a two white, you know, yeah. two stripe white belt, you know, and then it's not. And then, you know, he'll put you with a seasoned black belt, brown belt, you know, watch you get wrist lock yeah, different yeah. ways. Yeah. And he's just, and he's just kind of seeing how you deal with those situations, right? Yeah. Like how do you adapt and how do you solve those problems? I'm he, assuming. he made him he made him answer the questions you guys asked. That's what he did to me. Like, he made me answer him by showing him. Yeah. him literally. But he didn't tell me he yeah. was doing that, but I could tell. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, so but, you, and in so that process, I knew, I knew my place, essentially. Yeah. And then all of my embarrassment was gone because I feel like there's an, it's like you, and not to say that you feel you are a poser, but like it feels kind of posy. Like you're coming into a, a new town and you're wearing a sheriff's badge. Yeah. And there's only one, sh- and you're in a new town, there's another sheriff. You know, yeah. it's going to be a little. Yeah. Um, okay. Even though it's friendly, professional, but like, because like as a gym owner and as a professional athlete and as, all, you know, all these things, you, you hold your thing to your standard and that's the product you're selling. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and it sounds, first of all, you guys nailed that question. Um, <laughs> that, I think that's exactly how everybody should behave. Uh, I think it's yeah. really funny. Uh, something happens, I think, right before they join our gym. So all those conversations, they happen when someone joins our gym or they're like, I'm going to join your gym. Like, it's like, okay, we kind of have those conversations so that we're upfront, we're honest about everything. But that what you're talking about for sure happens before they know they want to join our gym, they come and visit. And basically that process happens and they'll go with our white belts and our blue belts. And they'll just be like, Oh dear God, like what's going on? Like, 
what is the sorcery that they know? <laughs> There's no lying. There's no lying in jujitsu, dude. It doesn't lie. And two, <laughs> two, two things happen, and it's, it's absolutely hilarious. We talk about it all the time, but two things happen. Uh, the majority of people, they go, oh, my goodness. I like, my personal jujitsu, my level is in, like, the dark ages. I need to evolve. I need to, you know, fall in love with learning again. Like, you remember that feeling of, like, oh, this is a Kimura. And you're like, whoa, that's so cool. I need to have that feeling all the time. Yeah. And then the second thing that, that also happens, uh, uh, much more, let's say rarely, but it does happen where someone will come in they're really hype and all this. And then they train, they talk a lot always beforehand, but then they train and, and we never see them again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, it, it's really funny just how some people want to fall in love with, with learning. And mm -hmm. some people care more about winning than they do about learning and leveling up in their own level. And so they would rather go somewhere else and be a big fish in a little pond. And uh, it, 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 I, I respect everyone that comes into our gym and they say, all right, I'm going to be a little fish in a, in a bigger pond maybe, but I, what do I gain? I get to have so much more fun leveling up and learning and the camaraderie and everything. It's like they just allow their ego to kind of get out of it. So I respect our students so much for that. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said, like when you roll with the students at a gym and you can feel the product or you can see the curriculum, right? Because I've been funny. to plenty of gyms. Yeah. Where I rolled the instructor and the instructor is at such a high level. Maybe they're a full-time athlete, they're a professional jiu-jitsu uh, athlete, and you can feel the level with the instructor, right? But as soon as you roll with everyone else, it just kind of trickles away <laughs> from like this consistency. <laughs> That's like you're funny. not feeling those same concepts yeah. being applied by the students. And so like what you're saying, uh, Miguel, like that's, that's what you want to experience. You want to go to a gym and of course you want to have those rounds with the instructor where your mind is just simply blown. You're like, what does this guy know? But <laughs> if you can feel semblance, like a semblance of that with the students, then you know, you're at the right place because that instructor is literally teaching the jujitsu yep. they know and they know how to teach it. They yep. know how to verbalize it to the students. So that's a really good sign though. Yeah. It's almost like it's a metric to see how good the instruction actually is. Right. Yeah. And how like some schools, I feel that's like have product. a curriculum where everyone has the same jujitsu. There's some variation here and there. Cause there's always going to be preference. Uh, some people are going to be longer. Some people are going to be shorter. So you're going to gravitate towards certain variations, but the overall jujitsu is the same, right? Whereas you go to gyms and everyone does some random thing. You know, <laughs> some people, they cartwheel pass other people, they pressure pass. And you're like, what is the curriculum like here? I don't, I'm not seeing like a trend or a pattern. So it is cool Damn. to go to a gym and feel like there is a jujitsu being taught to all the students. Yeah. And that's kind of something that we really believe is like, there is a most logical way to do things in each position. And so we're like, okay, if everybody's doing something completely different, like, which one makes the most sense, which one, and how, what's the metric for what makes the most sense. It's like, well, you know, which is the least athletic version, the most effective version and so on. And so it's like, you start looking at all of them and it's like, they're all doing something different. Then that means that no one has been like, this makes more sense than that. I'm going to do this. And they're all just doing different things. So yeah. it's kind of strange. That is really efficient. What you guys are doing. You guys, you guys are almost even like scientists and your students are like your sample size and you're seeing the efficiency of the move. And then you, you teach them, them this thing and then teach them this thing. And it's a situation that you're worried about and you could get the like, Oh, this works the majority of the time against this level versus this level versus wow. That's a, 
You guys are yeah. you we're, guys are teaching good jujitsu and gaming your own game. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm really curious to talk about. I've heard you individually, if if I'm not mistaken, I've heard you individually talk about like I didn't really have a coach, right? Right. You both said that, so you're nodding yes. So I I have it correct, right? So, t- t- help me understand that. So you obviously started jujitsu <laughs> at some point. What's that? I said we adopted each other. Yeah, <laughs> he's my coach. I'm his coach. Uh, so, so go back. Tell me. Okay, you, I obviously started jujitsu at some point. You had a coach, but as you came up, you guys talk a lot about uh, being your own coaches and finding information. Tell me about your individual experiences with coaches, and then how it became that you kind of felt like you didn't have a coach and you had to be self-taught. Yeah, um, th- that's like another saying in our gym, literally, is we literally tell the kids and the adults in every class, we're just like, you got to learn how to be your own coach. And this is something that we obviously grew up with in, in jiu-jitsu, you know, where I-, I didn't have anyone who was there like, okay, now you work on this, now you work on that. We're going to do top game, bottom game, whatever position. Okay, how's your diet looking? Okay, how is your fitness regime? How's that coming along? Um, I had to, how's your sleep? How's everything else going on? Like uh, we, I had to learn all of this stuff and, you know, Nick has been the most influential person in my jujitsu development, like far none. Um, and it's, uh, it's just absolutely insane. All right, Miguel. Yeah. Crotch discomfort hurting your game all the time. (laughs) Fear no more. Thank God. The Kings of crotch comfort manscaped have spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. Here you go. Give them to me. Sleek, soft, comfortable, and flexible. Dude. The brand new Boxer 2.0 from Manscaped takes your balls to the royal ball throne. Damn. <laughs> I'm ready to go. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming ball have leaders. the lawnmower 4.0 for the trimming, <laughs> so you can wear the Boxer 2.0 for the chilling. There we go. All right. Like a villain on <laughs> penicillin. They even trademarked Jewel Pouch. Is that uh, the gold? That's for real. Yo, check that out. So hey, now I love these things, man. So listen, so you know it's serious. Do you wear these? I think it's time you invest in your family jewels. So let your bulge breathe and get 20% off and free shipping by using our code JJD20. 20. 20. That's right. At manscaped.com. That's a fifth off. There you go. That's like they took care of inflation for you. So right. So I I threw that from from here. We got more. Yeah, I, we I, got no, we got these already each. though. Yeah, yeah. These are from way back. We're I loading wanted, up. I, well, I I've been wearing. I, those. I, so you wear these? I, I was, I was I gonna sniff these. I was gonna sniff them. So we got we got three pairs each. So these are very, yours though. Very cool. Oh, these are yours. I know yeah. your size. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so I like that. I touch so those. Wait, and you're the box I have out there is all yours on the counter. Oh, yeah. That was all yours, brother. Get them. You haven't been wearing them. Hey, they do feel a little bit cooler. Than my regular ones. I, I'm not gonna I, tell you my other brand, but like I thought I liked my other brand until I tried those. So remember, we got one the first time. No, and no, then they sent us the box. Those. So we. I'm have, not even talking about the black ones. We all ones. have four boxers from them now. So are these are these briefs that you these wear? Are boxer briefs. Yeah, man. Underneath yeah. pants. I, or yeah. I wear them. Oh, I've okay. worn them to so train. I can't walk around yeah. like that. They're, they're you can amazing. Whatever. <laughs> what? You know. What can't I can't you walk, walk around like that. Depends what? where. Like, like where are you trying to go? McDonald's? Are you trying to go? He likes the free wallet. I used to do. I used to do like a conference call with Bo, and uh-huh. he'd be like in a robe. Commando. And I'd be like, "Please don't let that camera go down, because I know you're not. I know you don't have any clothes on." Under hey, there. man, look. Even Rambo retires at some point, bro. You got to stop going commando. <laughs> you got to stop going commando. You got to wipe the camo off, uh, and you got to get them briefs. Listen, I'm not dangling yet, so. 
All right, so check this out. Let's say you're on a date. Okay. Your partner catches the little Manscaped logo on the waistband of your underwear. That's right. With your wife. That's right, my wife. It's almost guaranteed to raise some eyebrows and act like a billboard on the highway to Pleasure Town. That's right. I wrote that. No, I didn't write that. I speed. (laughs) I make people speed on the highway. Listen, these are... I love everything that I've gotten from Manscaped. I actually didn't even use the soap. I was waiting to get rid of like all the soaps that I had. And now I'm going to start using the soaps that they sent. I'm and the deep. deodorant. Like I just want to use it all together. Use it for like a week and then I'm going to report I'm back. I'm deep. I, yeah, smell, deep? I smell like a giant ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> like a Manscaped giant from head to toe. I don't think that's their intention, but okay. It all smells kind of the same. All right, everybody. Listen, get 20% off and free shipping with our code JJD20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with our code JJD20 at manscaped.com. Up your crotch game because once the Boxer 2.0 touch your sack, there's no coming back. back. Bro, I'm telling you, if you smell me me right here, you like the way my balls smell. Let's get back to the show. Okay, let's do it. How long have you known each other? Oof. Uh, oh, they're both, <laughs> that long. Um, they're looking up. It's the up and to the right. <laughs> I would say five or six years, maybe. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, go but, ahead, Danny. But in jujitsu time, that's a lot because no, you see each other every day. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Literally, it, it ages you fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, and plus traveling too, it gets worse. But uh, anyway, so I just didn't have anybody there for me to, to really do that. Uh, when I first started jujitsu, it was at a gym where the guy was an MMA guy. He was like a purple belt at the time. And he, I guess just, it was his dream to open a gym and he did that. And just his level of jujitsu was just like, he just did He didn't mean anything, any harm or anything. He just didn't know really what he was doing. And, uh, so I, I learned a few things, but past like white belt with a few stripes, he's not really teaching me anything new or anything, which, you know, it's not, not really helping me too much. So I learned really quick because he also had a, uh, it was really cool. He gave me the freedom and the the kind of um, openness in the gym to be like, yeah, coach cross train. Uh, yeah. Watch that YouTube video. And then like when it was class time, it, it maybe it was disrespectful. Maybe it wasn't looking back on it. It was probably a little disrespectful, but I just did whatever I wanted in class. Um, I would watch that YouTube video. I would go in the class. He'd be like, all right, guys, we're drilling half guard. I'd be like, all right, cool. Half guard. And then I'm like, okay, so uh, this knee bar to heel hook to twister, whatever that I saw on YouTube. Yeah. And then I would be like, Hey, uh, how do I do that? He's like, can you just do the thing? And so looking back on it, (laughs) that's awesome. (laughs) Looking back on it, I probably was like the most disrespectful student, uh, unknowingly, but I ended up, uh, getting enough skill competing all the time and then literally just working at that gym and then running that gym um, where we left, or I ended up leaving and going to Marcelo Garcia Academy. Cause I was like, I need to be part of a bigger team. I need to get different reactions. And, uh, that, that's where I met Nick and, uh, you know, so uh, he was more of an MMA guy, not really a jujitsu guy. So that was kind of the reason. Um, but you know, I got my belts all white all the way through Brown from that school. And then I went to Marcelo Garcia Academy when I was a purple belt, I was like, you know, doing a lot of day passes. And then I've joined full time. As soon as I got my brown belt, uh, I had that conversation and I was like, I gotta, I gotta go. So, so and, let, uh, let me stop you there real quick, Danny. Did they have that conversation? Like you just said you have with your students when somebody comes in, did anybody oh, have that kind of conversation not. with you about like your level and where you were at? At Marcelo's? Yeah. 
Wolves. A- a- absolutely not. No. Mark- Wolves. <laughs> Wolves I, I, at the door. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Let me, let me, all right. So <laughs> Marcel, Marcelo's, uh, uh, the Marcelo Garcia Academy, they were very welcoming to me in that uh, uh, they were like, oh, yeah, we're picking up a full-time athlete who's a brown belt competitor who's traveling the world doing jiu-jitsu. They were like, doors open. Come through. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, when I left the other gym, because I was also running that gym, I had to have a very, very long conversation. I had to be very careful how I played everything, very political. Um, and essentially when I first said it, the answer was like, all right, pack your stuff, get out. Like you're fired. And so uh, you, were you like, going to okay. try to go to, you were going to try to stay helping with that gym and train at Marcelo's? Yeah, hundred okay. percent. And so I, I, I was like, okay, I was like, you can do that. That's fine. But hear me out. Um, I was like, I'm able to do both and here's why. And then I said, you need to keep paying me. And here's why. And then I said, here's what you're going to gain from it. And I said, imagine you have an instructor who's competing at the top level and who is going and training at the Marcelo Garcia Academy with all these top level guys and getting all that information, bringing it back. And and I I was just very political with the way that I uh, explained everything. And I also said, hey, and if you care about me and my goals, and if you care about, you know, what I want. Uh, uh, for my life, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want. You're, you can choose to support me and benefit from it or not. And I, I had that kind of mindset. I know I'm going to work my butt off and a rising, you know, rising tide uh, lifts all boats. So that I kind of had that conversation in that way, but it was not, he was not very receptive at first, but afterwards uh, a little bit more so. And then eventually uh, when COVID happened, uh, we ended up leaving and uh yeah that was i got fired from that other gym anyway and so we opened up our own uh we opened up movement art and never looked back and uh i wish i did sooner it was just crazy both sides of the story so yeah yeah. (laughs) so you guys meet there nick were you already at marcello's or yeah where were you guys meeting so so i was a brown boat i believe he was a purple belt when we first met at marcello's and like he said he was doing the day passes but i was already full time i think for a year before he even got there. So I was, I was already training ourselves. I already assimilated and settled in. And then he came in as a purple belt. And I remember uh, a little bit afterwards, uh, he got promoted to Brown belt. And then we both closed out a division together. And that's when he really committed uh, to going to Marcelo's full time. I was like, it's just funny because when I was going there, like he was the Brown belt that was there. And I was like, wait, what do you like? Cause I found this out later on. Cause I was like, what do you mean? You didn't get all your belts from Marcelo. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's something like a lot of people assume, like when they see the pictures and they see me training on ourselves, there's a lot of people assume that I'm a Marcelo Garcia brown belt, but I actually got my brown belt and then went over to Marcelo's and started training full time. Yeah. So now talk to me a little bit about, that was kind of the first part of the question. Now talk to me a little bit about this, the, the kind of having to train yourself. Um, you're at Marcelo's, is it not, you know, Marcelo at the, at the head of the, uh, you know, steering the ship and, and teaching you or his coaches, or are you really going in there? Is it like, I'm, I know what I'm going to work on today, grab a partner and you're just working on that move or that sequence. Yeah. So, I mean, training at Marcelo's was amazing because you had so many high level athletes there and uh, Marcelo would run the class and there would be other instructors of course, as well. And whoever, depending whoever taught the class, you would get a different kind of uh, style, pressure, pressure passing or half guard or, uh, you know, anything, you know? Um, and so what would happen was we would go there 
prepared with our notes. We would show up mad early. We would drill as long as we could. As soon as they would let us in the door, we would drill uh, right up until class. We jump in the warm up, and then we do whatever instruct uh, uh, technique that the instructor is showing in the in the class. And then we get through that, and it would be like time to to roll. And then that rolling time was just so vital for us, where we're collecting data from high level reactions. We finish rolling, whatever happened, happened in the roll. We start making our notes because we both had a really long train ride home. Um, We both are making our notes. We're categorizing reactions. We're organizing everything. We're saying when, you know, Gianni Grippo does this thing, like, what are your ideas on how to counter it? When John Satava does this thing, when Marcos Tinoco does this thing, when Mateus Luches does this thing, it's like, you just have a- Damn, you um, got baseball just, stats. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. So Im- imagine just like a list for each person categorizing every reaction that they do from every position that we can possibly categorize um, and then just nerding out like crazy. How and then we would start? get together- how did that, how did the that start? Train ride, did, right? But is somebody teaching you that or was that your thing? I'm going to take uh, notes. Cause I, I heard again, you, you say a lot about taking notes and I'm sitting here going, man, I've never taken a note. So like, <laughs> I've, I've recorded myself rolling and then look back at it maybe, but like taking notes, it's like that. I'm just like, well, well I feel like so I'm to the point where I have to man, I, am I supposed notes. to be taking notes every class? I got, like, I got it all up here, dude. I'm serious. Go, so, go ahead. Though. Where, where, did, where did that come from? So imagine like you were saying, when you go to a new school, they put you with the wrestler, they put you with the, the uh, D1 wrestler white belt, they put you with the judo guy, they put you with the blue belt who's got a good guard, they put you with so-and-so and so-and-so. Um, okay, so when, you put you, when they put you with the D1 wrestler, well, what reactions is that wrestler going to give you? Well, they're probably going to lead with their upper body. They're going to have their hips back in a sprawl type position, and they're going to drive into anything you put in front of them because wrestling is, you know, very much like here's a wall run through it. Um, And, uh, you know, so you're going to get a lot of those type of reactions. And how can you categorize all those reactions? Well, he's leading with his upper body. He's maybe flopping without a base. So he's leading with his upper body, but he's not standing on his legs. So it's like, okay, so then you you go and look at someone else and you say, well, this person is driving with their legs. Okay, so then you say this person, they're not really flopping, they're staying on their legs, but their legs are too far away. Their legs are back and they're driving more with their shoulders, swiping things away and stuff. And you go, okay, so now we have kind of three categories here that we can really categorize all reactions into a map and we can say they can lead with their lower body, they can lead with their their hips and basically just flopping on you. Um, which again, most wrestlers tend to do more of these reactions, uh, or they can lead with their upper body. So then we can say in that structure, all right, well, I'm rolling with, uh, this guy and he does this thing where he drives his knee right up the middle. How can I stop that? And you figure out a way to stop it. And then he, instead of driving up the middle, he drives the knee to the side. And then you write that one down and he drives the knee to the other side. And then you write that one down and you have a counter for each one. As the reaction comes up, you figure out how to beat it a certain way. So he has to do something different and then you just keep going and then you keep them categorizing this. Like, you know, somebody only has so many body parts, so they can lead with their upper body, their lower body, or they can just kind of flop on you wholesale. And, uh, that's kind of where we started, um, categorizing these different reactions. And then we can say even a little bit further, we can start to be really scientific with it and say, well, where are they framing? Why does that frame work? 
uh, how should they be framed? What would the most effective frame be to stop us and and keep going down that? Road? I feel like there's. Yeah. A book I think here. like. I feel like there's a like a manual or a book nobody, here that you nobody's reading. <laughs> nobody's reading that book, no, dude. That. Nobody's reading that book. It's, it's, it's coming. It, it's coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I think at the core of it, that's too, just like, years you have of doing to believe it. that uh, jujitsu at some point can be played perfectly without any resistance. And mm-hmm. so the path of least resistance is you basically knowing how to counter every variable, right? And so if you have someone who's kind of skeptical about this idea and they say, "No, I think jujitsu is imperfect." I don't think it's possible to have all that information to make jujitsu flow effortlessly and seamlessly. And maybe they're not going to want to learn jujitsu in that way. Right. And I feel like Danny and I, we always had this idea that no, you, you can't have this perfect jujitsu where everything works. You know how to counter every reaction the opponent can throw at you. And I think having that ideal idealistic approach to jujitsu is what makes us want to break everything down, uh, study each and every variable, how to counter mm-hmm. those variables without relying on athleticism. Because even to this day, I remember like my, my MMA coaches, uh, like Danny had his, uh, tell me like when I would ask him a question, like, how can I make this work? And they would simply be like, do it harder. Do it it harder. And I I found that answer so unsatisfying. I'm like, there has to be something I can do technically to bypass whatever it is that my opponent's doing. Right. And so it's that idea, like, all right. If I can do that from an arm bar, or if I can do that from this position, then I can do it essentially from every position that exists in jujitsu. There's not a single position where you have to go faster or harder. I'm just, I'm just missing those details or I'm lacking in information. So I, I feel like yeah. that's what kind of gets us going. And that's what, that's how we think about jujitsu. You know? I feel like a lot of people too, when they hear that, they're like, yeah, but mm-hmm. that's a lot of computing. And I'm like, yeah, but yeah, but that, 10 years to black. Yeah. I have like a money, money ball vibe. No, nah, I you know, right. I the movie yeah. money ball, right. I'm getting that vibe from what you're saying. I, I, I like it. I'm not, I, I'm smiling only cause I'm like, people are not, there aren't many people that think that way. At least I haven't met Man, a I, lot of people that think that way. Is this, is this what like maybe drew you guys to Mikey Musumeci? Is is that? Oh, are you guys? Yeah, do you guys think 100%. the same way? Is is he like that as well? Dude, yeah. I, when I first met when I first met Mikey, <laughs> yes, <laughs> first, yes, Bro, the, the three of us together is like the three nerds. It's like the three amigos, three nerds. I, I picture you. I, I'm hearing Moneyball here. I'm thinking, what is it like? Danger. Mikey is like Dangerous Minds. Is it Dangerous Minds? Yeah. Not Dangerous Minds. No. Beautiful Mind. Uh, beautiful. A beautiful, beautiful mind. mind. Like beautiful. Yeah, with Russell Crowe. Like with the with the string, the yarn, like from yeah. one yeah. picture to the next. <laughs> Dude, I kind of picture thinking, him that I'm way. Thinking, oh in, in, in the most respectful thinking, way possible, believe me. I'm thinking like, no. you know, you remember that movie where I think they had to like battle Godzilla and they were like those robots, but you needed two people yeah, to run the yeah. robot. That's what's going on in Mikey's head. That's what's going on in that dude's head, man. He, I mean, it's just amazing. Actually, all three of you's head. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Like uh, the the level of so think about it this way: like if the average person is just doing moves and just doing reactions, and we are like this in the way that we try to compute and really outsmart every position, and then when we roll live, we're essentially just just computing like that, like as much as we can. Uh, if that's what we're doing, then Mikey would be analogous mm-hmm. to like a supercomputer yeah. putting like someone on the moon or whatever else, you know, but well, it's cool that he has mentioned that. Yeah. Because, you know, that whole time that we're at Marcello's we're nerding out, but like you're saying, there are people that are just like, 
yeah, but that sounds like too much work. And so we never had, we never had like that, that validation. Yeah. Like we were kind of validating through our own competitive uh, competition. Like we validated each other. Exactly. We validated each other. And we were trying to prove that the way we thought about jujitsu was the best way or the most logical approach. But then here comes Mikey who basically is living proof that yeah. our approach works. Yeah. yeah. You know, He's what other American doing all these fighters? <laughs> when, yeah. when, I, when I first met Mikey, bro, it was like, we had that conversation that Nick's talking about. And it was like, we rolled and I was like, oh dear God. Yeah. And then it was like, we just talked for like a couple of hours and it was just like, da, 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 yeah. like just, and then you, I'm you, like, it's, it's real. And then you learn that he only trains with hobbyists. He teaches his, yep. his training partners how to beat him. And that, that's how he evolves and, and adapts his game. Right. And then you learn that he just studies and drills for a majority of his training. He's not doing hard rounds. He's drilling yeah. and breaking down positions. So it's like, if this is what it took him to become the jiu-jitsu practitioner he is today or the athlete he is today, then it's a no brainer that that's the way we would want to do things. He yeah. also, it's so funny. Like, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, he also steps it up one more notch. He teaches the people, the hobbyists that he rolls with. He's like, yo, I'm going to do this move. This is how you counter it. Yeah. yeah. He was just saying, good luck. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. He's teaching them how to counter the move. Yeah. To get but better. like, like he'll it's tell so them. Yeah, yeah. And he'd be like, good luck. And then just like, yeah, well that's a, yeah. Oh, that's, we that's do a way to, we great do way to get better. Thing. It's the best. Cause like, you're going to roll with a student or someone who's visiting and you're going to get away with the same thing over and over. And that's just not fun. That's kind of what Danny was saying earlier. There's two types of people, people who are in love with learning or people who are in love with winning. If we were in love with winning, we would just bear and blow the same person over and over again. And that would be like, that would give us dopamine. (laughs) That would would give us a rush, but that's just boring. So like you're saying in that case, we would teach the person how to stop the technique we're doing. Look, when I try to bowl, you do this. That way it's more stimulating. Now I got to learn how to beat that reaction. And now they're also getting, you know, some success in it as well. So that's really how we like to do it as well if we can. I, I it's so funny. I do that with white belt. Like yeah. if I'm rolling with a white belt and I'm constantly getting him in the same thing, I'm like, look, this is, you know, I, I like this move. I do it all the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna sh- look, do this because I don't want to get this on yeah. you every time. And again, <laughs> yeah, really, it, force, it forces like, me to, to get better. I, but you know, I think I feel like I just made like a weird connection. I feel like video games from people in our generation has affected jujitsu because it's like the same thing. Like people who play like first person shooters or play like WoW or something like that, or or play like PUBG, like really competitive really games. Like there's two types of people all the time. There's the spawn campers, sniper, people who just hide and don't mind spamming the same thing or even cheating, like putting a red dot yeah. site like on their computer screen. So, yeah, what's the fun? So they're that? always hip shooting, like just weird stuff like that, like hacks. And then there's like the people who are like, oh, if I jump when they shoot, oh, I know he spawn camp. So they study the map and they know where all the, the spawn <laughs> parts are. So you, you're developing counters to the hacks and you will always be better Dude, than those people. Is- that's a pretty good yeah. parallel. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> that's super accurate, but also like I didn't really play a lot of video games ever. Do people really like that's a lot of time on a video game? Well, now people make a lot of yeah. money from it. Yeah, yeah, I've watched, I've watched, so I was I was late to college. Um I was a 26-year-old freshman because I was in the in the military for a couple years. Hey. Yeah. And um I I'm I'm no good at video games, but I loved watching people play COD. So like while I was in college, I was like this old man in college Watching. and I was just hanging out with these kids, you know, and it's like I had a car and a house and video games. So let's go, you know, yeah. and so and I was living right across the street from campus. Yeah. 
Like I'm a railroad track. I could walk to He's, class. He just described old school. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> except I was going to school. Yeah. I didn't catch my wife cheating. Oh, wow. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, dude, the, like you thought they were just like being kids, but it was just like super logical. Like, Oh, you always do this. Hey, Oh no. It's, they learn teams. Yeah. Cause they would get on teams Dude, together. That's crazy. And then they, yeah, it's super like, I mean, you look at Korean yeah. e-game video game stars. Yeah. Like those guys yeah. get paid millions of dollars a year. Yeah. I have a question. So when you first started training jiu-jitsu with that previous knowledge about COD and all that, yeah. Did you make the connection between like jujitsu feeling like a video game to you? I think he just or made that connection like- now. No, I, no, no. I've always uh, just so now. I wrestled. I wrestled in high school. Um, yeah. I did combatives in the military, and then obviously, if you're deployed a lot with a bunch of dudes, y'all are gonna wrestle. If no matter what you know, especially yeah. if you are a wrestler, because you'd be like, oh, I wrestled for Iowa, and be like, oh, I wrestled, yes. you know, my, and then take it to the sand, you know, <laughs> like so that would happen sometimes, and then. Um, and then when I when I I got into jujitsu, I've always known about jujitsu, but I got into it when I put my daughter into it, and I don't know if I subconsciously just put her in that shit, so I could Maybe. do it. I don't know. Yeah. I really I really don't know. It was just we knew that our daughter, you know, she jumped from ballet, lost interest, and this and that. We put her in jujitsu, and then she, it's not that she loves it, she doesn't hate it, but it's it's like I've I saw the value in it, and I was like. I, I need to protect my family. Like, yeah. I'm like, you need to learn those same something, things. Something, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, I was like, this stuff makes sense. I've always known about this. I've never done it. Thank you to Feito IT and AV, specializing in commercial and residential automation, security cameras, CCTV, POS, and more. Check them out at feitoitav.com or call 305 428 2515 and let them know the dummy sent you. Neutral Zone is combat family owned, so they know you need to keep yourself and your equipment clean. They created Neutral Zone clean wipes and sprays for just that purpose. Neutral Zone products are formulated to reduce the risk of bacterial and fungal infections. Whatever's making you sweat, weight training, rolling on the mats, yard work, or just working around the house, Neutral Zone clean wipes and sprays can make you feel and smell refreshed. Use code JJD to get 15% off your online order at NeutralZoneClean.com. While you're there, sign up for their newsletter to receive the latest info and updates on product launches like their new shower gel and soap bar coming soon. Are you neutral zone clean? Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ Box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at thebjjbox. Special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. 
Visit flowandroll.com to check out their awesome designs, and while you're there, pick up a Jiu-Jitsu Dummy Signature Tee exclusively at flowandroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of T-shirts, rash guards, or geese with code JJD. So it's the self-defense aspect that drew you in at first. That, and I love competing, yo. Like, in my house, if it's... If we're going to the doors, whoever touches the doorknob first, if we're walking the dog <laughs> yeah. and the dog runs back, can you beat the dog? Like yeah. it's everything. It's but like, I, I'm curious because like, so you got drawn to it at first due to the self-defense and competitive aspect, but what kept you in it for as long as you've been in it? It's, it has learning. to be the fact that you've been able to gamify it to an extent. Right? I love, I love learning. I've never lost curiosity. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, sometimes I don't, I don't quit jujitsu, but I take breaks on jujitsu in terms of mentally, because I'm a big consumer. Like my wife has to tell me to go to sleep every night and, and not just jujitsu, everything, everything that I do, it's like, I find it. And then I have to watch every single video and read every single white paper about it. So that way I could determine what's bullshit and what's not. And I narrow it down to where I just have to maintain the subject instead of having to learn it more. And I, but I just like, I spread that out across a lot of subjects and jujitsu is one of them. Yeah. That, that's so funny too that you're able to do that where like we were kind of talking about earlier like some people are like oh that's too much computing like that's too much energy and you're like you're like seeking that out yeah. you're like how much more can i keep learning and, and find how many resources can i find you know that that's what cracks me up so much though is how people are like they're, they're they don't want to do what you're saying and, and watch all the instructionals get all the information and everything like that they don't want to do that they say i'll just work out harder and I'll just get stronger and more fit. Or how, many, how many like high level athletes do we know that like stop training as much as they used to yeah. because they fell out of love with the sport. You know, we hear about a lot of top guys that only train like once a day or maybe only a couple times a week. Yeah. And uh, we couldn't ever imagine yeah. a situation where we didn't want to be on the match. <laughs> It's like if we if we yeah. don't train for a few days, then oh, both of us are like is it, is it? that's so, that's me and that's why yeah. I do it. I I need it <laughs> mostly for this to clear yeah. my head when I'm overwhelmed when I'm not uh, not that I have like a, a mental disability. No, but you, you need I, it. I, I you need, need it. it yeah. It's a reset. Every, it's like restarting a computer yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, I went Monday. I usually train on at least like Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday are usually my days. I went Monday. Because I, w- I was so busy and I was so overloaded that I was looking at everything I had to do and I couldn't get started on anything because I'm like, there's so much to do. I didn't even know where to get started. And that was after a full day of work. And I went to jujitsu, came back. I f- literally felt like e- like every brick was taken off my shoulders. Everything monkey was off my back. Be I right. sat down, I did two hours of work and I got everything done that I thought was overwhelming and I thought was going to take me a whole day to do. Oh, wow. And for me, it's that, it's that mental reset for, you know, again, I mean, I started when I was 41 too. So I started when I was much older. So I, I, you know, again, it's, it's just a different, I'm, I'm there for different reasons. you know, no, of course I was never there to compete, but I have, but I I just, I really need it for, for my own sanity. Yeah. Yeah. The process is like still like very much the same though. And you're still like getting addicted to learning and then like you, you, the endorphin rush and everything. It's like all the same reasons that we're in it for as well, you know, which is really, really cool. Maybe, maybe, you know, obviously it's our career, so there's a little difference there, but the things that you're enjoying about it are also very much the same things that we are enjoying is the same things that you guys are enjoying. And it's like, people are always like, Oh, like, you know, what, what do they say? Like being rich and making a lot of money is really hard. It's like, well, being really poor and having no ambition is really hard too. Yeah. You got to choose your heart. And it's like, 
having, you could say that to anything. It's like having the athletic go hard. Who cares if you're learning or not, just train a lot of times, stay consistent and be really athletic. It's like, that's really hard to do. But then also we talk about like this supercomputing level or type of jujitsu and just out computing your opponent, uh, something yeah. like a chess match or a chess athlete would do. Or, that's uh, checkers. Athlete, that's but, chess versus checkers right there. If you yeah. But it's like, Against they're, they're both player? hard. It's like choose your hard, you know. Yeah. But I feel like one is definitely more sustainable than the other, right? So for sure. Especially, your hard, but what can what allows you to do the thing that you love for longer or more consistently? 100%. I think being curious, staying curious, is the key, man. Like be that feeling of like when you first fall in love with jujitsu, because you say it all the time. It's like jujitsu is black and white. Like you either love it or you don't. There's no like. There's really no cat. We got no yeah. casuals, right? Okay, let, let me. I'm gonna I go train once a, once a month just to right check it no, out. That, that guy doesn't, doesn't exist. That guy gets smashed, and he does. It doesn't happen because that guy. Would yeah, get but like I could. I think everybody knows like like the jujitsu blues where you're just like not feeling it. Life's not going mm. right. All that stuff. Have you guys ever? I experienced mean, Danny that? just showed me. Yeah, Danny just showed me a video the other day. What is it? The rule of thirds mm-hmm. is like every week you can organize or, or break your, your training down into these three thirds, right? Mm-hmm. So one third of the week, you're going to feel really good. And that's the training sessions where you're going to feel super productive. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to have a lot of success in your training. And then the other third is going to be training sessions where you feel okay. So you're, mm, it's not positive, yeah. not negative. It's just like flat line. And then the, the last third is going to be like training that is just not going your way. You don't feel as good. You're not peaking. Maybe you're tired. Yeah, and, Miguel, yeah, Miguel yeah. says that's the, that last third is when you drive home in complete silence. Yeah. You don't even put no, the radio on. And you, rea- like, you pull into the like driveway the and you finally realize like, wow, I just drove home in complete yeah. silence. That's the last thing. You, you walk day, home and day. you walk home and you pet your so, dog, man. So it goes, it goes in thirds, right? But this is every week. Yeah. So it's like, for us, it's like, we feel great. We feel okay. We feel terrible. Yeah. We feel really okay. Then we feel great and we feel terrible. Then we, it just, it, I the, got it. It's like this. I got like it. If it was an investment, you would not invest. That's it's what so I was going to say. No, 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 no. You're wrong. You would invest if you were an investor and not a trader. If jujitsu was a stock, you play long. You play long on jujitsu. Uh, <laughs> it's like the S and P five hundred or the Dow. It just goes up ten yeah, percent year you over buy year. It on Monday, you but sell on Friday. yeah, Dude, but but if you exactly if you day trade, if you day trade jujitsu, you're gonna lose, bro. It's a rug pull. Yeah, because it's a it's it's a roller coaster, yeah, bro. Yeah. It, it, dude, data, if you look That's at the day-to-day crazy. chart on the one-minute view, oh, bro, with, like, candles would be crazy. Super volatile. Yeah. So, I feel like it's Wednesday for me. Wednesday, it's, like, the best day. It's, like, the middle of the week. Wednesday? I'm peaking. Wetness day. Yeah, Monday and Friday. Eh, sometimes Friday I'm good. It depends. Yeah. But right. Tuesdays, I'm, I feel like I want to drive my car off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just driving home like Tuesdays. I'm just no, like, yeah, Tuesday's the bad day. If I crash, Wednesday, it won't be too bad. <laughs> I think, I think it's like Tuesday morning is good for me. And Thursday morning <laughs> is good for me. <laughs> what? Thursday, Wednesday evening is like, that's like, it's like, I'm like inverse. So then the Wednesday, that's it's cool. like Tuesday morning. We're good. So yeah, fluctuation is good. Day. Wednesday is like, <laughs> What what so is like, it about that Wednesday? Is it like are you not training yourself? Are you teaching? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, 
I'm feeling great. I'm, I'm like, everything is clicking. I'm, I feel like a supercomputer. I'm passing everybody effortlessly. I'm just, I'm pass holding people left and right. And Wednesday, I'm like, bro, like, let's get extra round. You know, let's, let's get an extra round. And then I just die. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's false. Have, have, you, have you either of you ever gone through, okay, we talked about kind of like the jujitsu blues. Was there ever time that you actually felt like you were going to quit? That, that this was maybe oh, not the path yeah, for you? Dude. Yeah. Like when I first joined Marcelo's and funny story, the reason I didn't quit was because I, of, of that, we, I told you about a long conversation I had with Mikey. The reason I did not quit was simply because of that conversation. Uh, when I was like, I felt like I was getting my whole view of jujitsu just broken down. And like, you can't do it. This is not what the guides at the top level are doing. This is not what jujitsu is. Your whole, you know, theory about computing and everything is complete garbage. You sound ridiculous. No one believes you. No one, you know, there's no proof. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I just, you found the proof. I know I had had nothing, you know, I was like, I kind of felt like I was completely lost my love for jujitsu. And I went to Vegas with my friend Caesar. And I competed out there and I won, I did great. And then I was like, just didn't care. And I was like, this is just stupid at this point. And, uh, you know, I knew Mikey was around and I had some friends of friends and I told Caesar, I was like, bro, like, I need your car. Like, let's go. And so he jumps in the car with me. He drives me over. We train at Mikey's Mike. He just absolutely obliterates me and makes me want to rethink my life. And, uh, we, we have a saying about Mikey, we call him night crawler. I don't know if uh, yeah. I think you talked about it last time. Yeah. We did. It's just like, that's, that's X-Men. Yeah. yeah. I call but, yeah, that spider like, monkey. I, I say spider monkey where it's just like, yeah. Bro, yeah. where is he? He's over if, there. If that spider monkey was a super genius that wanted to kill you. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so uh, that conversation though, really, it, it like Nick said, it was like, here's the proof. It's real. Not only does he believe the same things that I believe in view jujitsu the same way, He's better at it by far. And he has the proof because he's already won worlds and he's like, he's done everything, you know? And uh, that was really the start of of everything. And I came back and I told Nick and I was like, bro, like, you're you're like, we're on the right track. Like we got it. We got to, we got to meet Mikey. Like, and then after that, like uh, we, we all stayed tight, you know? And then, uh, when, when things with Marcelo kind of the COVID and everything shut everything down, it was like, we didn't have anybody to promote us or whatever. And, and at this point, Mikey has been behind the scenes talking to us. He's been a good friend to us. He's helped us out so much. Um, you know, talking to us about technique, about competition mindset, about life, whatever it is that we need. We all talk about these things together. And, uh, he was like, can, can I just promote you guys? And we were just like, Damn. Uh, like, <laughs> like, it's like getting honor. It's like when you go yeah. to a restaurant and you're like, oh, do you want like sweet potato fries instead of french fries? You're like, yes. Yeah, and that lottery ticket. That's, that's kind of what it was though. And it was like the best <laughs> thing ever. And then him and I were just like, what the heck? And then he was basically like, uh uh, we won, we won brown belt pan ams, and then right after that, Mikey was like Oh, uh, I'll be in town or whatever for, uh, whatever he was, was going on. It was basically like, uh, I have a, I have a free like weekend. Like, can you guys come out and then like, I can promote you. And, and we were both like, I don't know what we were doing, but we're not doing it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I'm, we just I'm like, going. <laughs> lights, dipped out and, uh, 
it, it was the most surreal, wild, like, um, you know, experience for us to be promoted by, you know, somebody that we actually genuinely look up to for years and someone who has the jujitsu that we aspire to have and someone who is an amazing human, uh, that we truly respect who values character over everything, uh, the same that we do. So that, that meant the world to us. Yeah. Birds wow. of a feather, man. I think you guys found yeah. what you were looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So- yeah. It's like the, yeah, it's it's crazy because we think back and literally the best way it could have played out is the way it played out. So I'm just <laughs> yeah. we're just super blessed for, you know, you know, everything that happened up to this point, like we can't really say that you know things happen for a reason, you know, but I'm happy that they did happen the way that yeah. they happened. And- we we like talk about it all the time, right? Where we're like you know, everybody who's like, oh, like it doesn't work out for us or whatever. We're like, are you doing the work? Because like when we just put all this work in, it's like just good things just somehow started to keep yeah. happening. Funny so we how just that happens, kept right? pushing each other to work hard. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there's that, a saying a, about like yeah, luck yeah, yeah. and hard work. I don't know. Well, there's saying. there's two sayings. One is like, it's funny. The harder I work, the luckier, luckier I get. I get right? And then the other one <laughs> that I like to say. Henzo says that one. Henzo says that one. Yeah. Oh, shout out. I'm yeah. a Henzo guy. I don't, know if we, if, I don't know if he's the originator, <laughs> but he says it. Go ahead. <laughs> traveling, traveling gym guy over here. And uh, the other one is uh, luck is defined by opportunity meeting preparedness. Preparation. Or I think preparedness is a word too, right? Yeah. Or preparation. Whatever. Yeah. You use them. Same Z's. Yeah. Mismo. Yeah. And, Sorry, and I didn't mean to correct you. you just have, have you guys ever seen that meme of the guy like mining? And like, there's gold on the other yeah. side. It's like, oh, he quits far, right like, before. Yeah, he just has to strike a couple more times, and he's yeah. about to hit gold, but he just gives up at the very last second. Yeah. Uh, there's something to that, right? Because oh, the Phil's even he told me a while ago. So I, I had a uh, oh, I remember it. There, uh, I had a uh, somebody told me a quote. I just lost really bad, and and I was like, man, like I'm doing everything, whatever. And he told me he was like, uh, he's like, your day will come. You just have to make sure you show up that day. Damn. And I was like, bet. Yeah. And I just like always competed like crazy. Yeah. And eventually it came. Here. Yeah. And especially like in our situation where the pandemic hit us and there was that real conversation being had, like, what do we do? You know, like we didn't have jobs at that time. Like he got fired. I couldn't go to Marcel's and, and be an assistant instructor. I couldn't get privates because no one wanted to do jujitsu during a pandemic. Right? right. So like that conversation was really real. And the fact that we were able to stick with it, and then film those courses and then, you know, uh, compete at Pan Am's after opening up movement art. And then that opening up the door for Mikey to promote us. Like there really is something to be said about just stick with it. You're going to hit those lows, but you don't know what's waiting for you on the other side. If you just stay yeah. consistent, you keep your head down and you keep working hard. Well, it's like, I know we say a lot of jujitsu, like right. just, you want to get 1% better every day. And actually I really did the conversation that I cited at the beginning of this, uh, the interview or, or the podcast was it was real and i actually told that person because he's like getting back into jujitsu and i actually told him i'm just like listen brother just one foot in front of the other you're you're gonna get there right you don't start at the destination right just put one foot in front of the other and you will get there but you gotta you gotta keep on walking you gotta keep on doing it and don't worry so much about the belt don't worry so much about you had a bad day just just you'll get there right he's a brown belt he's been you trained for close to 10 years but he's been out of the game and just keep on moving forward. You're, you're going to get there. Don't worry so much. Don't overthink yeah. it. I think a lot, you know, I know we, myself, we like I Dirt. tend to overthink things. And then again, yeah. I have a, you know, I'll go to jujitsu on a, on a, on a Monday night. I put it this way. I told my <laughs> wife, I told my wife, I've told her this many times. 
if you ever want me, if you ever need to have an argument with me or you want to win an argument, send me. Get it. Get me when I come home from jujitsu. Yeah. Because I'm just gonna that's roll over awesome. and play like like just that's yeah. it. That's the time that you're gonna get what that's you so want. That's so true. Because I'm just so like it's like those few minutes after yeah. sex, yeah, man. Yeah. You're just like whatever, baby, whatever you <laughs> want, man. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. I, I that, say that's that. it. That's the time to get me, the and then you're gonna be a happy life. Yeah. I say the same thing about muggers. Like, if you want to mug me and steal my money, <laughs> do it when I'm coming home from our cellar yeah. on the on the train ride Dead, home. Dead, bro. I am. I hey, hey we're going to have to edit that out because that's like a secret, like a secret fear. I fear for like a lot of people. Like you catch me right out the gym, like right when yeah. I sweaty bag. I'm just, I oh, probably like, just got my ass whooped. I get that's kind of like, I guess it's like, I would equate that to like the runner's high. Like I'm just like, yeah. I feel so great in those moments after I feel good. I feel like nothing can bring me, you know, nothing's going to bring me down. And I, I really have had that conversation yeah. with my wife. Like, just that—that's when you want to get me. You have a problem. You have an argument. You want yeah. to win an argument. Uh-huh. Get me then. You know, yeah. I, start, I started changing one habit. Um, so I used to find that I would go to jujitsu and like try and like hype myself up for jujitsu sometimes, and I would listen to like something that would get me like hypey, whatever that is for me. And then, and then after I'd be done with jujitsu, I get in the car. You know, it's Bluetooth because we live in the future. It just starts playing. Yeah. And I was like, I was listening to that. What the? F- <laughs> You know, and I want to listen to something like, I don't know, like just more like, like chill, I'm super chill. Yeah. And then, and then, so now I just started like, okay, well I like the way I feel afterwards. So I'm just going to condition myself to feel like that before. Mm -hmm. So I started listening to like, like after music, yeah, like sublime or something (laughs) like that. Just like on the way in. Yeah. Where no, but they, then they can mug you at any time. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. eat, Hence, why we're no, editing this whole window. chunk out. <laughs> there's a window like when you're training, you're not getting mugged. You're all tough. You're feeling great. For all sure. right, you come yeah. out from the the door to your car. You're still decently frustrated if you lost any rounds. You're still ready to mess somebody up. Yeah. Once you get in your car and start driving, it starts to dissipate yeah. again. That's when you're really susceptible. But so I think, like from the door <laughs> to your car after you see, you're probably still okay because as soon as somebody grabs you, you're just gonna be like, "Man, that guy passed my guard." You're be like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna be ready. You're still on it. I had. No, a- but I say that because because there were so many situations on the train home where I did have people try to fight me or or provoke, you know, Dude, some response. He had- He's got some stories, oh, bro, that are hilarious. Is it because they knew that you trained or they saw something like, you know, you're in a gi yeah. or in no, a jiu-jitsu or one the ears? Jiu-jitsu, right? So something's bound to happen. But no, this would usually happen if I had my hoodie up or if I had like a beanie covering up my ears or something. Uh, but yeah, usually, you know, some crackhead, yeah. uh, some hooligan is trying to mess with you, trying to provoke you. So yeah, those, the, the, those opportunities are, are funny because, you know, they're probably thinking, oh, this pussy like he ain't gonna do anything exactly. oh, he's really not doing anything i'm just like i'm in total bliss i'm like bro i just trained eight hours today like yeah. you have no idea you know you, so, gotta roll, you, know, you gotta roll that beanie up take you know it's like <laughs> Dude, the, the adt sign the adt sign in front of the houses they're no, like so security system by so he literally wears a beanie and it's rolled up and his yeah, ears are showing deadliest you know catch I ever seen that wears a with his ears showing the only thing worse than a guy trying to fight you because your beanie is down yeah. is a dude that goes yo this guy's a badass everybody don't mess with this guy when your beanie is up uh, yeah. so i've had too many situations where i had you like, just some do one dude. so you hide your ears yeah, yeah so i'm like i don't yeah. want to talk about ufc anything like that yeah so. I'm curious now that you guys are gym owners and let me say it this way. I know that I've had a lot of conversations with people that like 
I've turned what was essentially a hobby into a business, right? And and it's it's worked out well. We're we're doing well with the podcast. But a lot of people like you know, say you're gonna when you turn your hobby into your job or into a business, you you know you I, I'm people have been scared that they would lose the passion and then they lose that thing that caused them so much you know joy. Yeah. How is, has fear. has anything changed for you now that you own a gym? Dude, I love it more. Yeah. I feel like I love it more. Um, I I get to train more. I get to have the environment be uh, a kind of a representation of like the, the things that we believe. And basically we always say like, we tried to create an atmosphere that we never had. We tried to give people what we never had, what we wish we had. So growing up in jujitsu, if you will, uh, you know, what are the, what are the things that like would have saved us a ridiculous amount of time? You know, well, if someone had told me really early on to focus on this thing instead of that thing and just save me hours of studying on something that I don't even use anymore, then, uh, that would have really, really helped me. Um, having the right environment, the right uh, people to, to lift you up when you're down and the right people to push you when you're tired. Um, and people that you can, you know, count on and, and yeah. just have a good time with while you're all, you all, you know, you're like-minded surrounded by the yeah. right people. It's so much better. I feel it's so yeah. hard to, and I feel like it helps that we genuinely love teaching people and we're yeah. super passionate yeah. about teaching people jiu-jitsu. I actually had a student not too long ago ask me, uh, this question. Uh, they asked me what feels better to you? Do you get, do you get a more rewarding feeling when you win that gold medal or when you win a match? Or do you get more of that feeling when you watch your student win? And I went like, I was actually pretty surprised by that question. It actually took me aback a little bit. And I thought about it. And I, to be honest, I think we would both agree with this. I get more of a feeling of, you know, a happiness and satisfaction when I see my students succeed. And when I see them win those matches and those tournaments that they worked so hard to uh, uh, win, you know, and I think, that's really what's going to contribute to the longevity of this sport. You know, like we talk about all the time, we can't compete forever. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, there's a, a, a physical clock to what we do in jujitsu, but the teaching and the coaching, that's something we can do forever. And that's the part that I have to admit that I actually enjoy more than the competition itself. Yeah. So when people ask, Oh, are you going to get burned out? It's like, no, like, Maybe from competing, I could see myself burning out, but from teaching, I, I don't, I don't think that's, that's possible. I feel like for me, it's the same. I feel like they're both even though, like, I feel like the, the push I get from competing that, that feel, whatever, that enjoyment, and then the, the enjoyment from teaching, like I could not compete for a long time and only teach and be great. And I could, I, and I've done this at different times when injuries, I can't compete, whatever. You know, and then other times where I'm just only traveling, competing for months and months on end, like every other weekend, every weekend, something like that. I went one time for like, uh, I think it was like almost three months. Yeah, it was like three months. I literally competed every weekend in a row. It was just stupid, except for one weekend I was traveling. It was just stupid. Um, and I just remember being like, I really enjoyed the competing and not having to worry about teaching. And then I really, other times, really enjoyed the teaching without having to worry about competing. So just like you said, I don't think we're going to get burnt out if we continue to teach and train and compete with the mindset that we do about, you know, learning how to compute faster, uh, loving the, the process of learning and winning or just doing well as a side effect 
instead of the main goal. Because to a point, you are kind of living vicariously through your students, right? Like when it's to the point where I can't physically do jujitsu anymore or compete in jujitsu anymore, I'm just going to vicariously live through the students who do compete. So I got, I got kind of like a weird, almost ethical question. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Would it be, would it be rude? Uh, even if they didn't know if like you took a student and he took a student and you both made a pact to not cross teach the students to see mm. like the, like you pick like a four stripe white belt that you know is not going to quit like a high percentage, not yes. quit, or you could tell them out. And then yeah. from that moment on you pick one, he picks one. And then like they battle at blue purple. <laughs> And yeah. then, and then you like, guys said just like a long play, like who makes it to black. Yeah. You, you could have like <laughs> yeah. 30 different spread bets. It'd be like an know? absolute experiment. <laughs> That's like, you so know, yeah. it's not a sample. A, so sample it's not B. only about who can teach information, right. The most effectively or the information that's going to be most effective. Yeah. But it's also about like, how can we keep that student stimulated and engaged enough to last right. till black belt. Right. So that's, yeah. that's a pretty interesting question. And then coach, uh, coach went to the bathroom. Coachability. Yeah. He just too. went to the bathroom. I feel like he's really gonna like this one. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be super interesting. Like, long, I think long play. <laughs> it's hard to say because we're so similar in the philosophies and methodologies that we teach and use. So I would imagine that it'd be really similar the end product on both ends. I, I think, think so. it would really come down to <laughs> you're like no. I think it would come down to other variables like who are we choosing to represent us right yeah is he getting a more athletic maybe you guys you guys those are you're getting caught up in the details man (laughs) you're picking you're picking you're get you're picking it was a joke but it's like you pick four similar four stripe white belts that you know have good staying potential and then you make an agreement not to talk to each other but coach though and not talk to the each other student and just coach them individually and then you test them at each belt level against each other. Mm-hmm. And then you make different spreads on all the things. What I think would naturally happen is Wait, like, oh, I Miguel, you, Miguel like, loves this dude. He's like, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't think that's, I don't think that this that's their personality though. That's not, I know everything is so my, my, but my what next, would happen? My next question is going to kind of play. <laughs> kind of, uh, I think it'll make sense when I hear you guys talk. In, together and individually, yes. you make a con. Oh, maybe it's not a conscious effort. Maybe it's just natural for you. You always say we, we won yeah. gold. We we do it this way. Like it's oh, it's never me. I this is the way I do yeah. it. You know, you guys are so. Is that is that conscious? Did you guys have a conversation about like when we go out there and talk about our jujitsu? We're saying we and the, or is it just does that is this natural and it was never I, discussed? I, I mean, I don't feel like it even crosses my mind. Like we literally do. Like the whole process has been done together, right? Like before Danny, I didn't have someone to bounce ideas off of or train full time with. Yeah. Like I, it's really hard to imagine a version of myself that success not only successful in jujitsu but is as good at jujitsu without him. So I don't like, That's and then dope. going back to Miguel's question, like it would be the same curriculum, like all the yeah. concepts and all the jujitsu, like our jujitsu is the same, like maybe four white belts and four white belts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and the way I would explain it is like, you know, I drill with him every day. So even if we're focusing on different things, like different aspects of jujitsu, it all comes together in the end anyways. So it's science, right? And here's the thing. There's a, a fun, like a thought experiment that um, people can play where they say, like, imagine that everything, all technology on earth gets wiped out tomorrow. 
and humanity survives, no problem. They're doing great. Obviously, technology is going to rebuild itself. Right. Right. And science is going to become a thing again. And what's going to happen is everything that is scientifically proven can again be scientifically proven. And all of that will just simply regrow exactly the yeah. same because that's how it is. Right. And that's how we believe jujitsu is, is it's just science. It's literally math. Right. And so it's just this plus this equals that drives in with the upper body. He's leading with the shoulders. You frame the shoulders. He can't drive in anymore. It'd be like that. Sometimes, yeah. you know, you don't think it'd be like that because they're really athletic or they're a wrestler or they're bigger or they're whatever. But the reality is unless they can actually just crush your bones, in which case you have a much bigger problem. And I suggest just right, yeah. don't do jujitsu with that person. <laughs> um, they're not getting through. And this is something I talk to my mom about a lot. She's like, Oh, like, do you think they're just going easy in this position or that position? And I'm like, all right, let's be honest here. Okay. Unless they're going to go through your bone structure, if you're aligning your skeletal system in a certain way and you're framing the exact thing that they're driving forward with, in this case, their shoulders, where are they going to go? They have to stop driving with their shoulders and then go to the side or mm -hmm. flop their knee on you, or they have to do something else. And then if you can just compute at that level, then you don't need the athleticism. Jiu-jitsu is the constant and then people are the variable. Exactly. And the, the really the real variable within people, because we all have two, mostly two arms, two legs and uh, Sometimes. a spine. You got <laughs> right? that black belt in a, the wheelchair, the bodybuilder, no, bodybuilder, yeah. black belt guy. That dude's gnarly. I, I knew he pulled one out I'm not going to lie though. Like I, you can't leg lock somebody if they don't have a leg. So it's like jujitsu. Okay. Now that's a new variable. Jujitsu itself could change, but then it's like, as long as they have arms, legs, and a skeletal structure, this yeah. is the canvas that we're working on. Mm -hmm. And the, the rules of art are all exactly the same. Once the brush touches the paper, that's where the mark will be left. You know, there's very, there's very, like perfect, like rules to the physical realm that we all have to, to live by. And then within that there's preference. I can prefer to shoot my shot and pass guard. I can prefer to pull guard and play guard. I can prefer to maybe go for the barambolo and the back take, or I could prefer to just stand up and sweep or, you know, whatever else. So it's like, there's preference in that. And then that would be maybe like a, a style would be the most logical version of someone who prefers a uh, to pass. And then maybe the most logical version of somebody who prefers to play guard and so on. Um, but yeah, if, that's an amazing question. It's super fun, but like his students and my students would basically end up all having the same information. And then it's just like, maybe some of them would prefer to stay on top. Some would prefer to stay on bottom and they would probably decide that based on certain attributes that they have or fears or insecurities that they have someone who's um, you know, maybe really got open hips and they're naturally more flexible. They might gravitate more towards guard because when they make a mistake and they need to compensate with athleticism, that flexibility is going to save them. Good and recovery. then someone who's maybe a lot stronger on top, they, they can say, well, I, maybe if I don't do this pass sequence or whatever, perfectly, I can always just like try to compensate with athleticism and just like smash really hard. And like, maybe I could get away with that. Guilty. So Miguel, you weren't here last episode. <laughs> you weren't here last episode. We renamed the last segment of the show. Yeah. We just called it a speed round. 
We're now calling it. I just it, leave one time. All this we're happens. now calling it the, the drill, drill down. down. The what? The, dr- the, the drill, drill down. down. The drill down. The drill down. The drill down. I want, I'm glad I wasn't around like, when you made that up. I want like that noise like, and Dude, a big graphic on screen down. now. Yeah, I could just, I could just do Man, it here now. The like, drill down? The yeah. drill down. All right, yeah, I'm going to not, not, not going to make fun of it. I that promise was, uh, That was suggested by uh, <laughs> not actually somebody from drill. my gym who listens to the show and, and he, he messaged thought me. of the drill down? The drill down. It's All right. All right. Miguel, it's not. Remember, it's, no, it's not. It's the drill down. Miguel is thinking. What's that? What's that, guys? If you add the air horn, it for sure beats speed yeah. round. Yeah. Without the air horn, it's pretty. Yeah, it's, it's a, a toss right, up. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. I like so, drill down, but like, it's it's got me all over the place. You know what I mean? Because you got a fucked up mind. That's so uh, this is a this is a. Wait, uh, I work for a drilling company, so, dude. Nick, Nick, yeah, there you go, there you go. Literally lay pipe. Literally bro. says Bow, Florida drilling. So we did it with it. We're going to do it with both of you, Nick. You're, you're going to answer these again as well anyway. Uh, but, you know, this is about, uh, you know, six, seven questions that we ask every guest just to get a kind of like, these are the common yeah. questions that people like send in and ask or ones that we've yeah. just kind of, you know, thrown in that, that we like, that we so want to hear uh, from every uh from every so is guest. this like a? Is this like a? I say a word and you tell me what you think. As no, fast look, as I got rid of the speed round part. <laughs> tell me, through, I got rid of the speed round part. So you dancing. can elaborate. You can take it anywhere you want. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Right. That would have been well, really so cool. Take our time a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. We're we're in no rush. I, uh, that's how many. I got rid of the speed round because I would tell everybody we call it the speed round, but please elaborate. You know, yeah, that yeah. sense. No, that's totally fair. But like, I, I, I'm just curious, what's the pass fail margin? I don't want to get too many wrong. So no, 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 these aren't right. Or, these are there's no right or wrong. This, this is jujitsu. Par- get a participation no right trophy. Right. <laughs> All right. It's like the it's like the kids class. You're like, any more questions? They're like, why is the sky blue? Why is fire hot? Why is water wet? It's like, bro. <laughs> yeah. Why does pizza come in a square box in a circle and cut into triangles? <laughs> Look at the face. What do you say? Wait. So we got the we got the right and wrong here. <laughs> All right. So question number one: preference, ghee or no ghee? Ooh. Whatever. Oh damn! Oh, 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 this yes, is, there this it goes. is this <laughs> is why those white belts would be different, <laughs> bro. Cold War tactics. That's what I'm saying. Right. Well, I, I would I would just say like I love them both, but whatever one I feel like I'm learning more in at that moment. Sometimes I'm learning more in D. Sometimes I'm learning more in OD. Damn. Okay, Nick. Yeah, I'm gonna say D probably ninety percent of the time because I just feel like. There's more puzzles involved with solving uh, problems in the gi. Like I feel like there's more variables, right? When you go against someone who's stronger than you, you actually feel that strength intensify in the gi. Whereas I feel like strength isn't as much of a variable in no gi. You can get away with a lot more, especially when you start sweating. I feel like sweat isn't a variable in the gi, so I'm going to go with gi being more fun, having more puzzles. All right, bam. That's so, kind of say you're still learning more yeah. in the gi. Oh, that's really cool. There's more to learn. So takedown or pull guard. <laughs> what day? What day is it? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's well, that okay. Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Tuesday you're that shooting, you said yeah. you feel like shit after the Wednesday. Uh, is this like day. weight cut, Nick, or is this like after I'm done competing? I'm eating Taco Bell, feeling a little foot, slow and heavy. Yeah. Foot sweeps. <laughs> now, <laughs> now we're getting a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why, but every time, like after a tournament, and I blow up, right? Because we just we go on the eating frenzy after we're done competing. 
I literally do a whole week of just like stand up to take down to just like pass. Like I don't play any guard for like an entire week after yeah. one. It, it'd be like that. It'd be Milk like was that. a bad choice. So did so wait? Did we get an answer on each? <laughs> did, did we get an answer from Danny? Oh, uh, what was it? Take take down take or down guard or pull guard. It, it it's like him. It depends how much food I have in my system at that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, I'll take it. I feel yeah. like these are gonna be all the answers, bro. Because you guys are like. Your path, Dude, but that's of, path feel, of least resistance I, with everything. You're just like, I can't tell you for certain what I'm going to be doing at a certain yeah, time yeah. because. Dude, but, that, but that's why I think we I think we uh, pull guard in like most all of our competitions. We pull guard because a lot of them we do cut a little bit of weight to get there. So there's less food in my system. So that's why I pull guard. Okay. Yeah. Facts. All right. So Dude, now, calculation I, to it. I know that you got, we've talked about studying jujitsu. Are you like after a long day at the gym? You go home. Are you watching jujitsu videos? Are you really going oh, home and studying? Is that happening <laughs> during the day? Or are you going home and you guys are studying Milton. more tape? This is the part where you make us, the truth. Yeah, this is the part where you make us sound like we have no lies. Wait, wait. Do you want us to sound like you want us to sound socially relatable? Yeah. Or, or, yeah. What are wrong? What's wrong with you guys? I, no, I, I, I like I like to know like how I, I know some people are like. If I'm an accountant, I don't want to go home and look at numbers, right? You know, yeah. is that the feeling? Like yeah. during the day, during the, that time that I'm at the gym, yeah, I might be, Definitely. you know, I'm, I'm watching, you know, videos on my on my lunch break or between classes, whatever. So, or when you go home, does it stop? And it's like, okay, I'm putting that away. You know, the, you know, like a schizophrenic or something like that. And they just have voices in their head. And then they like, say they have a job. And it's totally hypothetical here. If they have a job <laughs> as a voice actor or something like that. And they show up to work and they do voices and then they go home. The voices aren't stopping. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, yeah. and it's like, there's that's, an old joke. That's my like, life. Oh, like, <laughs> but he's great people. But it's like, <laughs> but he's great people. Yeah. That's, <laughs> but that, that's kind that of, that's kind of how it be for us. I feel it's like, we love jujitsu and then we come home from jujitsu so that we can study more jujitsu. Yeah. I feel that. And I feel it, there's a lot of hats to be worn when you are involved in jiu-jitsu. I feel like the parts where we're teaching more and the parts where we're training more, I feel like I'm able to separate that in my brain from like the actual studying or the me time where I'm sitting down and actually learning or breaking down a position. So I feel like when I get home, I, I don't feel like studying uh, like really interferes or like the feeling of being burnt out from the physical training interferes with me wanting to be mentally engaged or to watch something and study something, if that makes sense. You guys what about, are like uh, chefs, man. Like, what, oh. what about your like, uh, physical training, like mobility, stretching? Like that's another hat you have oh, to wear. You have to be your yeah. own like physical training. And that's the same thing. That's it's funny. like, you know, people ask me, oh, do you stretch? Do you do mobility? I say, yes. They say, do you work out, lift weights? I say, yes. They say, do you study every day? I say, yes. Do you teach every day? Yes. Do you train and actually roll the students? I say, yes. Do you drill daily? I say, yes. You know, I have time for all these things in my day. But all those things are separate from each other. So when I'm doing mobility, I'm in love with mobility, and that's not going to interfere with me studying. That's not going to interfere with me teaching because I feel like they're so different that my brain is able to compartmentalize them in yeah. a way where I can put my full attention to each of those tasks. And this is something that I've, I have I do as well, basically exactly the same, but uh, uh, Nick really helped me with it. I used to, to multitask so much more. And, you know, he's really helped me and, uh, uh, you know, my girlfriend's helped me with it as well. A lot of just like, Hey, just get this thing done and then do this thing and then do this thing. And if you, it's like you were saying, if you feel you have all this stuff, you get nothing done. 
Um, so it's like, it's really cool to just be like, I do this thing, I get it done. And then what's the next thing? And then what's the next thing? And if you have that compartmentalized approach for your, say, what do you awake for like 16 hours or whatever it is? It's like, boom. Then like, that is your. Everything gets done. How do you eat an elephant? Yeah. One bite yeah. at and a time. And then, of course, <laughs> just like, if you have a training session where you feel like a lot of mistakes were made, maybe you just weren't successful in a particular position, I honestly can't wait for that uh, to get home and start studying and try to refresh my maybe my brain on some things that I, I wasn't able to execute during my rounds. But then it's annoying because you got to wait till the next day to go try it. Yeah. Man, so you're anxious so, about doing that. So that really that goes into my next question. Do you, you guys are both in relationships. Do your girlfriends train? Uh, <laughs> well, we know your mom trains. You, we, we've heard of no, uh, we've so, heard of Mama Freestyle. So yeah, girlfriends. So no, my, my girlfriend doesn't train recreationally. She will pop in time to time if, like you were saying previously, like if she's having she's a nurse, so if she's having a hard day. She will train to kind of release some of that stress and stuff. But she's also very like involved if I need something. So for example, if I need to drill something, she's open to the idea of me being like, Hey babe, uh, can you put on a gi real quick? You know, we'll be watching TV oh, and something dope. will come to my head. Yeah. I'll be like, babe, can you put a gi on real quick? And she'll let me brainstorm on her. So she's super supportive and she's involved in jujitsu in that way. So this is actually pretty funny. Uh, we were talking, uh, last night and she was like, Hey, did you finish watching the Mikey Moose and Messi podcast? And I was like, no, I'm like 10 minutes in. What do you mean? You watched it already? She's like, yeah, I'm like, oh my god, the Rogan, so, the Rogan podcast. Yeah, the Rogan. It was one, dope. So yeah, I watched. I, well, yeah, yeah, I watched. So it. it's really. She's not directly involved in jujitsu, but she she's involved enough where I feel like it. She supports me and she's able to you know help me out with a few things. She's also stupid good in certain positions <laughs> that you can tell he's drilled way too much. Dude, she has the best thermal <laughs> defense out of everyone. And people don't believe me when I say Dude. this, but imagine like you're. You, like this is before I met Danny. So imagine like you're trying to drill all these techniques, but you have no one to drill with. So I'm drilling with my girlfriend and I'm teaching her like, Oh, go turn this way and frame my leg like this. She got go on both hands and just crawl backwards. So I'm teaching her how to beat the barambolo. She doesn't know what jujitsu is. She doesn't really train all that much, but she knows how to counter the barambolo wow. with each reaction. So she has one of the best barambolo defense yeah. I've ever, ever seen. It's, it's actually hilarious because <laughs> she wants to get it right? over with. So she learned how to do it. Right. <laughs> the bolo hurt. I feel like the two of us, they call us the bolo bros. We're pretty good at bolos. I think that's fair to yeah. say. I can bolo world-class jiu-jitsu athletes, but I can burn bolo my girlfriend. Yeah, this, this man, <laughs> dude, this man took Tiago Macedo's back in 10 seconds. He took AJ Aga's arms back in five. I, I, Wife, he's batting a thousand. He has a really hard time bowling. Dude, Danny would just like, do it. Danny would just watch me if I'm drilling with her in a corner and just see me fail dude, and like, like become frustrated. And he'll just start cracking up. He's like, dude, I'm, I'm like, you want to try? He's I'm like, like, no, no. I'm like, I, I don't want to. It depends on the it's day. Thursday, I'm like, I feel if good. it's a Thursday, I don't yeah. want to hate my life. <laughs> so, how about you, Danny? Your girlfriend? You she just not involved with jujitsu at all? Uh, no. She so she's super smart. She has a. Uh, uh, a corporate job and, and she, you know, works her, her butt off and she has her own goals and everything that she is very, uh, you know, motivated in and, and works really hard towards those goals, very similar to the way that I do towards jujitsu. And, uh, you know, she's, she's highly intelligent and a lot of fun, but, you know, 
she's tried it. She's, she's the kind of person who's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say no, I'm not going to do it until, you know, she'll try it and then she'll make up her mind after that. Um, so I have, a, I have so much respect for her with that, but it's so funny because it's like, she, she tried it and then she was like, Oh, like, it's cool. You know, like she's like, it's kind of nerdy. It's fun. It's cool. Um, but she's, I think maybe this is speculation for me, but so put off by the nasty sweaty. <laughs> That's my face. wife. Don't touch me. But I think I, it's I'll, like I'll tell you my wife's what, the same she, exact way. Yeah. But I'll <laughs> tell you what, uh, Danny's girlfriend, she's super observant. She, she watches class. So I feel like she knows a lot. Because she'll, she'll see like a situation where someone else is training and she'll be able to like tell like if what they're doing is legit jujitsu or not. Oh, and there's bro, been so situations <laughs> where she's like, uh, that looks a little sketchy. We're yeah. like, yes. So she knows enough where like she can distinguish between like legitimate jujitsu or not. So yeah, it's pretty cool. It's so funny. I, there'll, there'll be times where I'll have like, I'll be annoyed by some reaction or something or I'll see something online or whatever. And, and I'll just like, uh, I'll kind of gripe about it a little bit. And she's like, she's, just, she's like, what are they even doing? Like, this doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. She's like, I don't even train. This yeah. makes no sense to me. She goes, what is it? <laughs> and I'm like, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Man, she's That's debunking. Awesome. She must be like a mechanical engineer. My wife something. wants nothing to do with jujitsu whatsoever. <laughs> I always say it, never doesn't can't, don't share videos. She doesn't want to watch. She doesn't. <laughs> she's good. It's good for you. Go ahead. I support you, but nothing. Doesn't want to step on the yeah. mat. I bore, I got her a gi. Tried to like, hey, we'll just at the house. We'll just play yeah. around. I'll show you some stuff. She learn how to protect yourself. Nothing. She does. She does kickboxing Dude. classes. That's what but she I likes. Mean, she likes hit. Right. She likes hitting Elliot, the bag. She, so she's doing some type of self defense. I think that's for the best because I can't imagine like if I had a girlfriend that was as obsessed with jujitsu as I am or as Danny is. Like right. I, I feel yeah. like <laughs> too much. Too much. Go away. <laughs> Mechanics not, cars, I, man. It's not healthy at that point. There's no way that goes because <laughs> it's just going to be the most like uh, competitive, toxic like relationship yeah. you could imagine. I would guess, you know. And, and I've I've heard about people who have a, a high level of uh, you know jujitsu in their relationship. Like the both of them are high level competitors, and it's just kind of like. I've heard stories that it just goes very south very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if like some people, I mean, I guess you kind of get over it, but if I had to watch my girl, well, my wife get smashed by, if she was rolling with a guy that I roll with, like getting smashed by a guy, I, I don't know if that, that would be upsetting to me. Yeah. Right. You to know? everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially like, you know, she had <laughs> no, somebody no, if, if it was like sitting the, on her head, like, like grabbing the dick, a Kimura, like the dick dude. you know, like the dude who's I'd a like, dick get, at get the your gym. balls off my wife's head, you know? Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. I, I, no, no, it would bother me. Yeah, but I've seen that. Like, I've seen situations where, like, the girlfriend or wife will get injured in a round with someone else, and then the black belt boyfriend's like, "Oh, yeah, you want to roll?" And then yeah. it's like, "Oh, oh guys, that's so dumb." Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I Dude, joke. I joke funny... about the support, but I'm I'm glad that she. I wouldn't mind if she learned. And my school actually has a really good female only program mm. now, where the females mm. can just roll with the females. So I do like that, but I, I'm kind of glad that she has her own thing. And she, yeah. up in, until she found kickboxing, uh, I jokingly call it dance fighting because you know it's just like you know kind of like capoeira. exercising in the bed. Yeah, it's cardio kickboxing. Yeah, yeah. like an I like a, an I love kickboxing style. They're better than that. They have like a lot of okay. different programs, 
Um, they work with like the elderly with uh, with Alzheimer's oh, and they do weight training and do, so they do other stuff. So it's not like that. But I joke with her. I tell her it's dance fighting. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, yeah I, I I'm glad until she found that she didn't understand my obsession with jujitsu. Yeah. I was I was six days a week, two hours a day when I first started. Um, you know, Monday through Saturday, open mats at other gyms. They'd come to us. We'd go to them. We like had like a sister gym, and she was just like. Some days I'd have to open and be there for four or five hours. I'd have to help out the coach. It was a small gym. And she'd be like, I'd come home. She'd be like, really? Five hours? You got out of work yeah. at yeah. five, went to train at 530. It's 1030, 11 o'clock. Really? She just looked at me like, really? You need to do this much jujitsu? And then she found kickboxing and it was never an issue again. I yeah. also stopped training that long because I, oh. I, I had to hear her. Plus, I was getting older. But I I do now that she has that she understands yeah. it and goes, okay, yeah, I get yeah. it. You ever been around yeah. your wife? Like uh, during a time period where you couldn't train, I feel like that's when they really realize the importance of training. <laughs> like, if, yeah. like over vacation, I'm like starting to drill stuff. I'm yeah. like a girlfriend starting to yeah. practice jokes. She's like, you know what? Go to just, just yeah. leave. Just For go. real. <laughs> well, I, I, real quick. she knows I, like, again, Monday was a perfect example. I told her, she's like, it's Monday. She's like, you're going to jujitsu. She knows, she knows my days. And I said, I go, I had a really hard day. I'm staring at everything here. I'm getting nothing done because I'm just staring at, I can't figure out what the next thing is to do. I need a reset. I told her, I need a reset. I've got to restart this because this isn't working. Yeah. I went, came back and it was just like, you know, I look at a new person. I was, it, I was a different person than when I left. So she gets that. She knows. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah. I do, I've been hurt. I've had groin injury. I've blown out my knee before the pandemic. Um, weight training is what kind of got me through because it's it's the closest that I can get to that like um that stress relief that you know kind of putting the, it's not the same it's not the same as you know literally yeah. trying to kill somebody somebody's trying to kill you you're trying to kill them yeah but I can I can get close to that with you know getting in some cardio or lifting some weights so I'm right right now I'm hurt I'm like training once a week just to get in there and then the rest of the week is is way training can I, can I give you a hack I just did this on vacation so I went to a family wedding I didn't tell anybody. I just told myself, nobody's getting an underhook on me. <laughs> For real. All yeah, hugs. So all hugs, whatever interaction I had, even dancing on the dance floor <laughs> with like in-laws, whatever. No under. I would even gently pummel, you know? No yeah, underhooks. That's funny. The like, whole why, does Mil why does Miguel always go under my arms on hugs? Yeah. Because <laughs> weird. Two points, boha. Wait, is that, I, is that not normal? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Always fight for underhooks, right? I can see no, you like, looking no, like the guys and like, why I'm, is he I'm getting... genuinely curious. Like, no, like, I just imagine like Miguel goes to hug someone and you just let them hug their head. So it's yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, like, easy double. Like, I'm, gen I'm genuinely curious. I didn't grow up with like hugs and all that. That's kind of like something I had to learn how to do. Yeah. Um, but like, do, is that like the unders is not a hug? Is it like over under? It's, What's a, it's gotta be over under. I think yeah. Yeah, usually do it, do it, do it, do it. I'm just hugging your head. Yeah. Right. It's weird. Yeah, it's, no, usually, it's, like, it's like the quick hug where you're just like, Hey, it depends on yeah. size of the person yeah, too. The side like, hug. The side like, hug. It's usually I, like I an over under. Right. If there's going to be an over under or the bro hug. It's like you're, you're, yeah, yeah, you know, you get one, yeah. one hand and the then tap shoulders. Okay. Yeah. Hugging but, my wife, a double under real yeah. low. Yeah. Woman, a woman, yeah. I guess, like, you know, a small Not, woman is going to reach hips, up to right? grab you. Yeah. Under the hips. And, and yeah. no, under. That's not how you. No, under. You ever bro. meet someone 
you ever meet someone for the first time and like you're you're going like to you know you're greeting yeah. them or whatever and you forget that you're not starting around in jujitsu so you go for a slap and bump but they go to bump you first that's so like go to bump me and it's like turkey <laughs> that's just a turkey yeah. i just fully commit to that i commit to that i'm i'm so used to it hey. and then they just they're not oh, yeah it's just waiting uh. like <laughs> Hello, Hello, These days yes. with COVID, it's still like, am I shaking? Am I? So if I go in for the shake and they come with the fist, I just really commit to it and slap that fist, <laughs> just like yeah. a bump, like a slap bump, right? You know, I just kind of, you know, you just go, you're like. Dude, my kids do jujitsu. Like, paper covers rock. Because I, I usually do the even when I when I slap bump in jujitsu, I slap and I bump. I do the yeah. flat-handed bump on their yeah. thing. Oh, like, boom, boom. You're a turkey guy. Yeah. Turkey. Is that what that's called? Turkey. Yeah, that's so why I said turkey. So when what? people like you, like you always go bump like this, I'll go fist, but I stick my thumb out and I'll go turkey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like a turkey. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a, then I'm a turkey. Yeah, I use on my boom, boom, let's go. Or, right now. It, the last one is the the people that do no slap. They just go. Oh yeah, yeah, like just for oh, super, yeah. super oh, that's competition. That's competition. That's competition where they're like combat, and then you do that hesitant, yeah. like if you shoot a single like, right now, that like, close that, to yeah. each other, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it uh, looks like it looks like that, like the Green Lantern or something. They're like activating the yeah. rings, like no, like that. All right, so the we, Ryan have, we, do, we have a couple more questions before we let you guys go. So, <laughs> right, besides, okay, I'm, I have to throw this uh, this part in here. Besides Mikey, who's your favorite competitor to watch? Nick. Damn, bro, you can't eat that. Say he let me yeah. drink. <laughs> Come on. You I love you. Really, I love you, that's too. Good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> no, no, like, true, true story, though. Like, when we're talking about actually studying people, like, there's people who I, I, I study. We study everybody. We watch everybody. We'll be watching Purple Belt matches from Worlds four years ago. We, we watch everything. Um, but the people who I watch and I just go, oh, my God, I wish my jiu-jitsu looked like that. It's Mikey and it's Nick. Yeah, wow. it's basically it. Like when, when on the conversation about getting home and studying, one of my favorite pastimes is because we have the security cameras at the school. Is literally like scrubbing through. I don't know. The, are we allowed to say that? Or yeah, I scrub through. They're the not security hidden. In, they're not hidden cameras. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, they're not hidden. I've <laughs> always, I've always wondered that. Because yeah, sometimes the, I want well, the tape. We're nerds, right? So, of yeah. course, we're trying to make sure everyone's safe, that, you know, we're keeping everything in check. But why not use it for an extra benefit? Why not scrub through it and see what Danny, how Danny deals with the reaction? Say, like, a visitor came in, and I'm like, man, like, they were doing something that stopped me in Delahie, but let me see how Danny dealt with that. Oh, that's awesome. Like, why didn't I think of that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it, like, it's extra, it's extra study thing, yeah. basically. We, we use it as that sometimes. So, yeah, to I'm gonna, this point, like... Uh, I feel like I learn a lot from Danny, you know, outside of Mikey, I'm, I'm trying to see what he does in certain spots. I'm trying to learn from him, trying to be more like him. You know? But to give you guys a little bit, some people that we do like to study that I think is really fun to watch, uh, probably would be like Hoffa. Um, he's really fun to watch. Tynan, the, the young guns coming up are, are super, super fun. Gordon Ryan is a big yeah. one. Gordon he's pretty as well. good. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's okay. okay. He's okay. No, Gordon, like, <laughs> he's like going his, places. his body, I have say like out of everyone right now i feel like gordon has one of the best uh body positions right like mm-hmm. not that he's doing anything crazy different right he, def- he definitely has some details that has really changed the passing game but i think more than anything is his uh, his body position is so superior to everyone else right he's able yeah. to go to like what looks like a regular half guard but he's able to project so much more weight and be so much more dominant because of how he's positioning his head 
how he's positioning yeah. his spine, where he's yeah. where he's leading his upper body, where he's framing with, with his lower body. So like all these little little wet, things. Wet blanket jujitsu that Bruh. he that he has. You it's just, like, exactly. What's that movie, Austin Powers, when he's in the steamroller in the hallway and he's trying to like do like a thousand point turn to get out of there or whatever? Like, yeah, just, like no that. Gordon Ryan's the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't get out. You what, can't. Predictions on the uh, the Galvao fight. What do you What are you guys thinking? Uh, it, I, I'm of course I'm gonna yeah. have to go for it. I, yeah. I feel like it's he, he's just he has a lot of momentum. Uh, he's been more active. I feel like it's it's I feel like it's a no brainer. But yeah. I think it depends on the uh, the amount of engagement on both ends, right? Yeah. Like. Andre Galvan can go in there and be like, all right, let's do the best jujitsu. And I think it'll be a fun match. Or he could go in there and be like, all right, let me see how I can make it look like I'm engaging, but I'm not really engaging. Let me see if I can stall out. Let me see if I can, you know, it, it depends on the strategy, of course. But Danny? I'm going to have to go with Gordon. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Gordon too. Just from a jujitsu nerd standpoint, I feel like uh, – watching how they deal with certain reactions and then how they, they move. I just feel like Gordon has the edge for sure. I also feel like he's bigger. And so, I mean, even if somebody wants to be just play a physical game with them, it's like, he's kind of huge. Yeah, <laughs> so he's, he's, he's got the physicality on his side and a little bit more, maybe of the, the technical approach to it, as opposed to Goval has, you know, he's got one of the best tactical approaches to jujitsu that maybe we've ever seen. So really, really good, uh, tactics versus I think maybe a little bit more technique. And, uh, I think they're both incredibly physical specimens. It's absolutely nuts. Like their muscles have muscles. So <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah. Crazy. I think, I think, uh, Gordon is our Tyson or at least to me, to like the jujitsu regular, because within the jujitsu community, there are regular jujitsu people, and then there are people who really study the game. Mm -hmm. I think to most people, they tune into the Tyson fight for the knockout and just think he's a brute. And then the technical people know that, you know, he had Costamato as his coach and since 14, yeah. and he watched tape, and he would just go to New York, you know, all day and compete all the time and study tape, and that's all he did, you know? And you, I feel like that's Gordon. He's like the brains and the brawn. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my and Galvao's great. He's got a ton of experience. You can watch Galvao videos, him rolling black belt Mundial's, you know, green and yellow mats at oh, seven, yeah. at like seven, no, eight key resolution. OG, yeah. You know, he's, he's, older, he's, he's OG, he's, yeah, he's OG. But and I feel like age is going to play a huge factor, you know. He's also um, running an empire, you know, like Gordon yeah. Ryan isn't like running New Wave, right? I'm sure he's doing stuff with it, but he's got a lot of help. Like Dude, he's Gal he's Gal running Gal's an got... Instagram page though, and he responds to like every hater. Yeah. So that's got to be basically the same thing. <laughs> a lot, of, lot of people. I think people just hate, pretend to hate to get a yeah. reply. Yeah. So <laughs> hey, we we didn't talk before. I have a couple of other questions, but talk about your new BJJ fanatics. So you guys said you were, uh, you, hey, just you were just filming. Sh shameless plug. Yeah. No. Uh, not yeah. Shameless. Dude, do it. Shared. It's awesome. <laughs> we we were just uh we were just up filming at BJ Fanatics in uh, up in Boston. Those guys are absolutely amazing. Uh, really professional and uh, you know super good people. And uh, we were able to film a couple of courses up there. Be on the lookout for them soon. Uh, we're really really excited to not just share our jujitsu, but to share our jujitsu um, over the internet like this to as many people as we can reach. One of the huge things that Nick and I like really want to accomplish uh, in our careers 
is to literally change the way jujitsu is taught. Jujitsu is thought about and jujitsu is done. Uh, that's a, we want to have a huge influence on that. And so, uh, these instructionals that are coming out, uh, we have a couple on some other platforms as well. Check those out. But all of our, our teaching, we hope that it will change people's uh, view of jujitsu, how it should be done and view of teaching jujitsu and how it should be taught. And ultimately like what we try to convey, what makes jujitsu so much fun for us and will help people, um, you know, the most. So you just uh, answered my next question. Yeah. My next question was going to be, what's the, what's your ultimate goal in jujitsu? And, and there's the answer. That sums yeah. it up. Yeah. That's, that's probably it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. a good goal to have, man. Yeah, man. Hey, this has been a really awesome conversation in terms Dude, of like the technicality. Awesome. What's, what's next for you guys? What's uh competition wise? Tell us what you have going on. Yeah. I feel like right now we're just kind of taking a break from competition, focusing on teaching, but we do have a tournament coming up next month. Uh, so as you guys know, uh, we haven't been getting a lot of tournaments around the, uh, the Northeast New England area. Right. But they just opened up registration for New Haven. So that's a real uh, big one for us as a team, because we haven't had those local objects. So our students have been kind of itching to get that experience and go out there as a team and, and see how we perform and, and have that, you know, that team bonding experience. So, uh, Connecticut, two, uh, two and a half hours away. I yeah, it's like two and a half yeah. hours. So we're just out. We're just north of the city of Philadelphia. So anybody listening, if you're ever in the area, if you want to come and train, like we don't do drama and politics. Our doors are literally open. Come through. Come through. Yeah. But yeah, like I was saying, we kind of amassed a small team to take over there uh, to Connecticut. So I'm excited to you know, see our students compete, get out there, get out of their comfort zone, see their jujitsu, see how it uh, plays out in a competitive setting. Because some of the students are competing for the first time and they're a nice. little nervous, but we're reassuring them that it's okay. Don't focus on winning, focus on showing as much jujitsu as possible. And then, you know, for certain, you're going to have fun if you look at it that way. So we're really excited to go out there with the team, uh, put on a show, hopefully win that team trophy. So that's probably the biggest thing that would be in the cool. horizon. Yeah, for yeah. us. Don't forget, would, like don't forget said, to game the system and speak Portuguese to the ref. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everyone's Brazilian <laughs> right. on our team. Bro, yeah, we're, exactly. all, we're all Brazilian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even if their name is Paul Smith. Paulinho Smith. Yeah. Paulinho. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Canceled. Smitch. <laughs> Smitch. I'm allowed, to, I'm allowed to do that because my parents are Brazilian. So. There you it's, go. It's so funny in the gym. We're always joking. And, like, everybody has a nickname in the gym, like, for the most part. And there's like, there's a Paulinho, there's a, yeah. a everybody's got a nickname. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's, that's, that's thinking about the whole game. That's big brain stuff yeah. right Before there. Before we ask you our very last question, <laughs> yeah, <it's not> checkers. <laughs> I want to give you guys a second to shout out any sponsors. You want to say hello to anybody? This is your time. You got any sponsors? Bro, you uh, Yeah, no, I mean, I would just say, uh, you know, come train at Movement Art. That would be the coolest thing. Uh, we love having visitors come through. We love, you know, training with people from all over and talking to them. It's always a really, really good time. So uh, I would put Movement Art as literally our first sponsor because that's, you know, our, our career job and everything. But, uh, yeah, come and visit for sure. We got movementart.online where, uh, you know, people can watch our classes and stuff like that if you want to get a little vibe of the gym as well. Um, definitely come through and check that out. Come train with us. We're very accessible. Um, Roll Union is a, is a great company. They make a lot of really, really cool stuff that I really actually enjoy competing in. And, uh, I basically was just like, Hey, like, I like your stuff. 
And uh, I'd love to help you guys out as a company. They're a small company that's just growing. Um, but I, you know, they're really good people and, uh, I really love their gear. So I figured, Hey, like, I'm not trying to sell out on some, some, you know, big company if I don't like their stuff. So I refuse to wear anything if I don't really like it. Um, so yeah, they've been really cool. And then, uh, my Instagram is, uh, at Annie freestyle, but the L is a one cause the L was taken. Um, but yeah, you can hit me up on there message me and I'll respond. And, uh, Nick, uh, what's your, yeah. So, uh, shout out to Moya brand for supplying me with uh, some of the dopest geese. Uh, I do have to give them a shout out cause you know, for a long time before opening up moving art, <laughs> I, I was in a situation where I, no, seriously, I couldn't afford to buy my own geese. So I'm super fortunate to have them. Uh, they supplied me with everything I needed to get to training to compete with. And so without them, that would have been really tough. Uh, but like Danny had said, we have movement art online. We try to update the database week to week. So make sure to check it out or posting up new videos soon on passing and barren blow. So make sure you don't oh, miss YouTube. out on that. Uh, and YouTube, we have a YouTube page, movement art, everything's movement art. So okay. uh, type it into the search bar and you'll Google see it. all the content that we're putting out there at that Nick Salas on Instagram. We're also posting content on Instagram. We're posting breakdowns of techniques, uh, techniques that we create, techniques that are proven to work at the highest level in competition. So we really try to put out as much content as possible to you know, educate uh, the masses. So make sure to check us out on that. And I also want to give a, sh a shout out to everyone who supports us. So right now we have no geek classes going on. And the reason we're able to even be on this podcast right now is because of mama freestyle, because of Kirk, our staff, Joaquin, Eric, who help us with the kids classes. So um, we're super fortunate to have everyone around us to, you know, support our dream and, and, and be able to do what we love. So yeah, all our students as well, you guys are all killing it. You guys are doing amazing. The vibe is amazing. And uh, I would just shout out all our students and everybody that supports us online. Just like Nick is saying, thank you guys so much. And shout out um, to the girlfriends and the girlfriends. <laughs> girlfriends. Can't forget about them. Can't take her yeah, back. Her yeah. Back. You want to hit them with, <laughs> you hit them with the last question? Yeah. You know it. Yeah. Do you, or do you not wash your jujitsu belt? Oh my God. Um, not as regularly <laughs> as I should. Yeah. Um, you okay. knew what you were This asking. is like a traditional thing though too. Okay. So like traditionally people didn't used to brush their teeth. We stopped getting away from that tradition because it's stupid. Um, I don't know if allowing, you know, staff and MRSA and ringworm fester and grow on your belt is a good idea. You're kind of a degenerate. I feel like if it, if you allow those things to get on your skin or someone else's skin, when you could just wash it and it could be clean shots fired. Um, so, so <laughs> I think that makes the most sense, but yeah. I understand that's a very controversial, there is yeah. tradition. So, yeah. so, and, and we do have like lots of black belts. So we do have tons of different belts in the rotation. So yeah. it's not like, you know, if you see us with a black belt on, chances are it's a different black belt each day, each class. So, so Nick, I, I forgot how fun. you answered this last time. I, I feel like yeah. he might be a non-belt washer, as he says he's yeah. got lots of belts. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, it, oh, I, I feel like one of those Political. belts, say he, his Monday belt, right? <laughs> his Monday belt, don't touch that on Friday. <laughs> Look, the, the fact of the matter is uh, you're it's gonna you're gonna be hard pressed to find someone who is gonna wash their belt in between classes right yeah. they have morning class and night class so chances are they're either wearing a new belt right which is our case we have lots of black belts so we're always picking up a new one putting it around yeah. our waist 
or they're wearing the same belt, right? So sorry to shatter everyone's hopes and dreams, but your instructor most likely is wearing the same belt they wore that morning to the night class. Or they have (laughs) this weird suspicion that if you wash your belt, you magically lose all your skills and you don't have any more information, which doesn't really make sense. Did you hear Miguel? Duh, of course you do. Everybody knows that. I don't don't believe that. I just don't believe if I wash my belt, I lose all my skills. The juju. Uh, I do believe that ringworm and staff and MRSA are real since it almost killed me before and I was in the hospital for four days. Not a fun time. I washed my belt. There you go. Way lesser problem. I think somebody gave me something, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Stay over there. Don't come too close. Listen, guys, thank you so much for doing this again. don't ha- don't don't disconnect. We're gonna come by the screen and take some pictures after we let you go. But hang out. Hey. Thank you so much for for coming back Thank on again, so much, Nick guys. and Danny. You're welcome well, to guys, uh, you to leave so uh, to leave her. Nick out next time, and we'll have you come on in the future Hi. by yourself. Pleasure, we can really uh, we can get your honest pleasure. opinions about him next time. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna say, so who Dude. do you watch outside of Mikey? He's yeah, like, thank you guys so much for having us on. This is a uh, hell of fun. You guys are amazing, and uh, we we love what you guys are doing, both for jujitsu uh, and just everybody in general. It's really really cool. That means it's a such lot. Cool thing you guys are doing so. Thank you, man. We'll we appreciate down. that. Take All care, right. guys. Thank you. <laughs> Neutral Zone is combat family owned, so they know you need to keep yourself and your equipment clean. They created Neutral Zone clean wipes and sprays for just that purpose. Neutral Zone products are formulated to reduce the risk of bacterial and fungal infections. Whatever's making you sweat, weight training, rolling on the mats, yard work, or just working around the house, Neutral Zone clean wipes and sprays can make you feel and smell refreshed. Use code JJD to get 15% off your online order at NeutralZoneClean.com. While you're there, sign up for their newsletter to receive the latest info and updates on product launches like their new shower gel and soap bar coming soon. Are you Neutral Zone clean? Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ Box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at thebjjbox. Special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible Nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowandroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowandroll.com to check out their awesome designs, and while you're there, pick up a Jiu-Jitsu Dummy Signature Tee exclusively at flowandroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of T-shirts, rash guards, or geese with code JJD. All right, guys. Wow. Very cool. I, I love that one. That now you see one. why I asked them to come back, but I, together. I, I wanted them back together. For sure. There was something about the way that Nick spoke about Jiu-Jitsu, how they train people in jiu-jitsu about their friendship and relationship in the gym. Right. I, I, I felt that 
the training, I wanted the to see them together. I wanted to see that dynamic, and I and I I think I was right. I think I think everybody got it. Yeah, I think cool. I think they summed up the jujitsu uh, experience from behind the curtain yeah. to maybe who's somebody who's more analytical about how they feel about. Jiu-jitsu. I think more and more people. I think That's, more and more people are going to start thinking that way and realizing that. I think more people think know, that way, and they don't even know they thought that way. Or that other people, yeah, that that people think that way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's the that's gonna be the new so, normal. And uh and Danny, if uh if you're still listening, if you're watching this, we're gonna get you scheduled. We'll have you come on uh on your own in the next couple months as well. That's and right. uh, we'll do it again. All right. Uh guys, check us out at Jujitsu Dummies on Instagram for all the ways to watch, listen, and support. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you're listening, whether that's it's right. on the podcast, the audio, Help the show on your out. favorite app, or on YouTube. Click the bell. Yeah, the right? bell. The there bell. you go. Whatever you got. Click the bell. Subscribe. Please. It helps us out. If you like what we're doing, if you don't, don't click the bell. Well, yeah. click the bell anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but if you like what we're doing, support us, please. And not only that, support our sponsors. This is how we're able to do this. This is how we'll be able to do this more. Let us know what you yeah. want. Yeah. yeah, that stuff is cool. Like, yeah, we don't mind that at all. Let us know what you want. I love the don't, questions that we yeah. get. You know, the, the the conversations that we have online, and um, or just I get just, in there and troll. Yeah, man, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, where's okay. the haters? Where's the haters? <laughs> I don't want haters. I want trolls. You can hey, check hey. me out at Uncle Milty BJJ on Instagram. That's cool. You can check me out at. JJD I finally dropped it. I dropped the ad. Did I just drop it out? Did I just drop the ad and you didn't drop? Now you're using the ad. Maybe. All right. Mind games. Reindeer what, what, games. What's? what's <laughs> <laughs> um, this dude's a black belt at, at Instagram. JJD <laughs> underscore DJJ sixty nine. That's right. We actually. I couldn't. I was like last episode. We were like, "What's his?" We gave it out. I think. Uh, I yeah. think Bo remembered. Yeah, it. I don't know it. Yeah, it's kind of like Bro, uh, just look up, look up jujitsu dummies. I'm tagged in every single Bo, post. Yeah, click <laughs> at the one that makes the most sense. Bo, That's let them know where they me. can find you. At <laughs> Bad Works, B A D W E R K S. All right, very cool guys. Bad Thank work. you for watching and listening, everybody. Peace, love jujitsu. Peace, love. Oof. Let's do it.